This is Jonah Hill, and you're listening to the only podcast that matters. Throw gang, we are joined by the VIP MVP, Champagne Poppies, Champagne Eho, the Velvet Rope Viking. Everyone's asking who is Zach Bia, but they never ask how is Zach Bia. The field trip pharaoh, psych world needs a psychologist because the fit's going mental. The Don Dada of Delilah, Mr. Nice Guy of the Nice Guy, the Bootsy Collin of Bootsy Bellows, his honor of Hwood, the life of the party in this party we call life. I need Zach shit, that's a fact. DJ, promoter, designer, label boss, the missing piece to the puzzle in the sky, celebrity whisperer. Zach Pia. Oh my God. That was the craziest introduction I've ever had. Really? I need, I need to take a second. Hold on. How do people normally introduce you? <sighs> Zach. What's up? This is some but, fucking I, dude, Zach. I know whatever. But, you know, it's so funny. By first name, you know, just like, this is Zach, whatever, or this is Bia. And then the people that like, don't really know me will introduce me by my full name. Okay. But I always think it's like so that's weird. how you know someone's a narc is if they're introducing you as Zach Bia. Zachariah yeah. Beington. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> well, Zach, listen, man, we're happy to have you. Uh, we didn't prepare you for the first segment, which is the fit check. And you're going to walk the audience at home through your very bummy, just rolled out of bed fit. The choice for you is do you want to start top down or do you want to go bottom up? I think we got to go bottom up. Woo! Yes, sir. Hell yeah. Officer. He's a fucking pro, ladies and gents. So um, on the feet, I'm actually wearing some uh, beige Ugg mule slippers. Mm. Can you hold with them up the, with the shearling? Can we peep? Do they have the shearling on them? Yeah. Oh, oh nice. Okay. Yeah. Full on mule. You're mule, you're like a mule boy today. Well, you know, it's so funny. I've actually probably worn these like three times in my life, but I went to go get my computer out of my car and they were like right next to the door. And I was like, how convenient. <laughs> that, man. So it, worked, it worked out beautifully. Strong um, fits, making memories, dude. You know, one UG at a time. Exactly. You, you go sockless in those? Oh, these are just like, at the house, threw them on, went to look at my computer. I'm in my I'm in my house. You know, I mean, I have plenty of options. I think I have clothes <laughs> everywhere that meets the eye. Is that like like are you just overrun? Like, did you have shit in storage, or is it just? Oh, oh, here this. we go. We're gonna get a visual representation. Here you go. Look at this. Holy right, I'm seeing shit! Sneakers. I'm okay. seeing boxes. Yeah. Everywhere, seeing... That, everywhere that meets the eye. I got Jesus the I got Christ. the I got the CDJs in the crib with the shoes everywhere. <laughs> but you know what? Today it just felt like an UG day. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know. It's a magical really day. And so so no socks, though moving on up. What do you have on your gams? I have just the all white basketball shorts. Like yeah. mesh basketball shorts, brandless. Brandless? Brand, no brand? That's impossible. No. They're just like like a blank, you know what I mean? Sure. Okay. What do you like? But not champion. Like, uh, make a quick not champ- I don't champion. I just don't know what blank they are. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I got the white LA apparel tee on. Okay. And uh, the red new era fitted because my haircut is atrocious, so I got to wear a hat at all times. What's your haircut right now? Are you still doing that undercut situation? Well, that undercut, I, actually, I love the undercut. I love like the hard line cut. But uh, why is that? Is it just aesthetically appealing, or yeah, I just, I, your I head just shape? It. No, I, I don't know. I just one day it occurred to me that I should I should just do it. And, it's like Rihanna, uh, Rihanna anti era, you know? Yeah, is it inspired by anything? The 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 hard undercut. <laughs> You know, I'd say it has a little bit of a uh, little Maji Jordan in there. Okay, sure. A little Danny Seth a couple years ago. <laughs> okay, respect, dude. Some Ronda Rousey. Yeah, <laughs> yeah definitely, definitely a little Ronda Rousey in there. No, I don't know. I just, I randomly, it, it occurred to me. I tried it. I liked it. I rolled with it for 
couple months. And then the other day, my friend, like my best friend, my brother shaved his head, right? Okay. My brother's a lot cooler than I am. He shaved his head himself. Does he want to come on the podcast? Yeah. He, 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 would, he would probably be the best guy. Did he do a good job shaving his head or does it look like shit? He did a really good job. He had a really long hair and he just FaceTimed me one day and his head was like shaved like to like a one. Oh, he pulled a Britney. He just went for it. He went for it. And, um, and my, my, my best friend's like, bro, be free, you know, <laughs> get it started. You look like your brother's weight. Like just try it, bro. Just try it. Like, I don't know, you know, free your what's mind. Your bu- literally. What's, your, what's your budget on like uh, hair grooming? I mean, I haven't, I go to the same barber. I go to this barber, like five blocks away that I've been going to for years. It's just like, like a local corner barbershop. All right. So it's not like you're, you know, it's not like you're doing it for money. It's just for the aesthetic. Yeah. When you shave no, your I, head. Yeah. 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 I just, I just so, but it. right now it looks like dog shit is what you're saying. That's yeah, hence the hat. It's in that in-between phase. Is this a Yankees fitted? This is a Dodgers fitted. Okay. It looks, you have it backwards right now. You look very Fred Durst-like. Durstian, yeah. Yeah. You know, we, got the, Durstian. we got the Detroit fitted. Right. If When you want to cosplay between Fred Durst and Eminem, sure. Okay. Atlanta fitted. Okay. Okay. <laughs> right. On that Andre 3000 shit. Shout out friend of the pod now, Reese LaFlair. I know that's your boy. He was on last week. He was on last oh, week. Good, good old Reese. Reese yeah. the freak flyer, we call him. <laughs> um, and, and Zach, lest we forget, what are the panties that you're wearing yeah. under the brandless basketball shorts? H&M, brother. H&M? Really? Yeah. Boxers or boxer briefs? Actually, I have a good answer for you guys. They're Elite's boxers. Oh, really? Woo! Do they have a buckle? There's a buckle on the front. <laughs> do, you, do you wear, typically, this is a debate on the podcast. James wears bo- boxers. I wear boxer briefs. We ask every male guest what they prefer. Do you have uh, a preference? I would say boxer briefs. Mm, okay. But there's some hesitation yeah. there. I like that. Yeah. I feel like you're going to be a future boxer, man. You're going to be on the right side of history with me. <laughs> don't don't fucking pull him to the dark side. It's me. Uh, it's Jimmy. It's Horny Jimmy, Zach Bia, and Tony Soprano. That's a that's fucking squad. On the right side dude. of history. That's, that's a that's fucking squad. Like the Holy Trinity of boxers. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. The Holy Gabagool, dude. Jeez. The Holy Meaty Clackers. All right, Zach. I believe that is a complete fit check. Yes, that's you're missing anything. Nope, that's not. Why didn't you guys tell me about this beforehand? Like, you know, you should. Because we, because you know, like, like we said, this isn't gotcha journalism, but like, we want to keep it loose and natural. Yeah, this we is clearly be, how you dress day to day. We want to give the people the the true look. We want to be authentic fit. Yeah, I'm sitting next to mount, mountains and mountains of clothes. What would you've worn? Okay, how about this? Real, we're going to only do this for you. Uh, yeah, alternate reality the, fit check. You're the most clouded person not named Jonah Hill to ever appear on the program. If I told you that we were going to walk through the fit, what would you have been wearing? I definitely would have just worn something I wear day to day. but I Which is? I would have worn <laughs> probably like a varsity jacket. Okay. Uh, you know, like a nice crisp white tee. Mm. What's your, is it blank of choice LA apparel? No, uh, this is because this was like a psych world sample. Got it. It has like some random print. Oh, I see. What's your blank of choice? Like, well, if the, you were going to pull out a crispy white tee, what are you going white with? Tea. Yeah. Honestly, I have so many, like just like Supreme Hanes tees that I've sure. had years. Respect. Um, that's a great, that's a great one. I'm, I'm with you there. hundred percent. And then what would be on the, the legs and the feet? Obviously, you know, I love sneakers. I have an abundance. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk a lot about sneakers. Don't worry, buddy. Oh, yeah. I have all kinds. So, you know, me. <laughs> all kinds of kicks. I got like seven yeah, of them. I'm staring at like <laughs> 20 different pairs in the floors. I mean, I just got these Bafsta mules in from Japan. Ooh, vintage or new? Uh, they're vintage, but dead stock. Okay, sick. 
Oh, right. Okay. Got it. Sure. Of course. Obviously. <laughs> and then what would, would you be wearing like jeans with this, with this fit with the mules and the varsity and the, the, the alternate in the Zach Bia alternate universe fit. Yeah. <laughs> well, some, some, some jeans for sure. Some jeans and the panties. Yeah. Would you be wearing the elite boxers? <laughs> no. Uh, Calvin Klein or Supreme boxer briefs. All right. But but not the agent provocateur thong lace thong that we were talking about. Oh, those are those are for, recording. Those are for special nights. I mean, sure. Valentine's, Valentine's is coming up, so I might have to. That's true. You need that. You need the edible. You need yeah, the like, edible Ajahn provocateurs. Keep, <laughs> keep keep the fucking keep that shit on ice, dude. For a special occasion, breaking case of emergency. We All right, real fit check complete. Alternate oh, yeah. reality no. fit check complete. <laughs> Only for you, bro. <laughs> Zach, let's get into the meat and potatoes. As you are aware, because you are a longtime listener, first-time <laughs> guest, the three main subjects of this podcast, Throwing Fits, the only podcast that matters, are money. Ka-ching. Meats and cheeks. That's sucking and fucking. Most importantly, Jimmy and Larry, the goddamn motherfucking boys. Ourselves. ourselves. Uh, we're going to start with ourselves because got to start most important first. Um, so Lawrence and I, we, we have a LA trip on ice right now, but it is going to happen because our best friends behind the paywall on Patreon did pledge enough money. They funded it. Hit this goal where we got to come uh, to you know the West coast and have ourselves a week out there. So the situation is Lawrence and I, we're coming to LA. The three of us are linking up. Uh, we're hitting the town. We've already had dinner. We're hitting the town. What is the perfect night out for the three of us? Um, well, you said we've already had dinner. Why don't we start oh, with dinner? Yeah, sure. Okay, let's, 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 let's take it back. Let's take it back. Because yeah. I would say dinner is an important part. All right. So the most important let's start part. There. Let's start yeah, there. Where are we going to dinner? I would say definitely it's the most important part. So I would say, you know, let's just go get dinner. Us three go crack some jokes, you know, go get some good food. Let me take you to a classic spot. Which would, what's like a classic spot? Oh, what are you thinking? Spot? What are you thinking? I would yeah. take you to, uh, you know, maybe Giorgio Baldi. Ooh, I like that. Are you picking up the check? I'll pick up the check. That's an, can you expense? That's an expense, right? Field trip. Um, it's a, yeah. If we talk about enough music, it's a field trip expense. I love that. We could talk about all right. music all night, baby. Okay. All right. Done. What, and you're, so you, some if you're picking up the check. If you're picking up the check though, you're running point on the order. So what yes. are we getting there? We're yeah. getting, uh, the sweet corn annuloti. <sighs> you know, little, love it. Two, two orders of those. Can't sure. wait to see that in my poop tomorrow. You know, a little <laughs> zucchini, zucchini blossom to Ooh. start. Maybe a little prosciutto crostino to start. Oh yeah. You know, I don't like the dietary restrictions are. Uh, none, none at all. All of them. I got yeah. all of them. We, we want all the food. Definitely, maybe a veal milanese, depending Ooh. on the gonna Mama Mia. Exactly. What are, we, what are we pairing with that? What are we sipping on? You're know, doing a bottle. Uh, of... There's no hard liquor there. That's so, fine. Are we considering this like hypothetical non corona times? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, sure. yeah. This is, uh, okay. you know, everyone's good. I, We're all vaxxed up. We're all jabbed up. That. The reason I say that is that because that changes the experience there. Okay. Because there's no hard liquor there. That being said, H group does own a bar next door. Oh, how convenient. The tradition is you'll just walk next door, like grab a little drink, bring it back over. They don't care. It's all, you know, Oh, I like that. Yeah. Well, to go ski little, little yeah. soda, 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 road, road. a road soda for yeah, sure. A little, okay. A little roadie. And then is, is, is that restaurant Giorgio Baldi known for the, is it pasta that we're, then we're just getting like fucking clean, classic Italian. It's still like a family run joint, legendary, like spot by the beach. I don't really make it out to the beach that much, Mm. but uh, it's like for us, you would do it. Yeah. Yeah. I get it. I mean, I would go for, for you guys and for, and for Giorgio's, you know, (laughs) right. You're looking for an excuse to hit the beach and eat some rigatoni and. That might be that might be us. It could be somebody else. It doesn't matter. No, but it's it's light though. It's not like you're gonna go there and feel like you just had like this heavy yeah. time, you know? Right. 
We'll go there. You'll have great food. No, it's great. It's great beach pasta. Beach pasta, I guess. (laughs) And uh, whatever that means. And it's, uh, yeah. So that's part one of the night, you know? Yeah. All right. So we're sitting down. You just picked up the check. We're sipping tomorrow. What's on deck next? Yeah. Okay. Part two. uh, I'm just going to give you guys, I guess, a very classic night, right? So yes, yes, please. We'll go go back to uh, the nice guy that you mentioned. You're Mr. Uh, Nice Guy of the Nice Guy. Yeah. Also unbelievable food. Right. Um, but by that point of the week, I probably already eaten there three times. Sure. Yo, fourth meal, live moss and Taco yeah, Bell. But we're also not full for, you know, it's light. We had that beach pasta oh, well, from Giorgio we, Baldi. So maybe we, we get back, a little, we go back there. We're, you know, we got a little corner booth. We're, we're sipping on some, maybe I'm having maybe a wine spritzer. Ooh, <laughs> a little spritzer. A little well, Santa Margarita with, with spritz, maybe a little, a little lemon in there. Nice. And then, you know, some friends are coming to join us. Fuck it. We get a little, uh, a little bread pudding, a little chocolate, mm. a little chocolate budino. We dabble in the sweets. Fuck it. We're celebrating. Guys right. Of course. Yeah. We only come to LA once, baby. Yeah, exactly. Corona yeah, just only, ended. Corona you know. just ended. So we're going big. Right. Friends right. are meeting us. Whatever, whatever, you know, look in the corner. Luke is having a drink. He comes over. Sure. Okay. I'm just painting the, the visual. Right, right. No, I love this. Devil's in the details. Yeah. Um, you know, boom, boom, boom. One thing leads to, leads to the next. We're, okay, cool. Let's just hit a little quick stop by Delilah, right? Right. Just to see what's going on. Peep the scene. Yeah. Sure. The scene, we go in there. Read the know, room. Re- we read the room. There's a little bit of 80s music playing. Again, we grab a table. Some more. Another crew of people starts to join us there. So slowly, you know, we're accumulating friends, right? Right. We're getting a squadron together. That wave, that wave is starting to crest a little. Yeah. The squadron is, is forming. You know, people are coming in. Then you never know, you know, who knows where we go from there. Maybe we go to the club. Maybe we go to a house. Maybe I just call it a night. I don't know. Right. Sure. <laughs> right. I'm I'm that beach pasta starts catching up to you, you know? Right. I'm going to yeah. go home and turn on the defiant ones. Right. Mm. Absolutely. Sure. Right. Let's, say you, let's say you go home, Zach, let's say you go home, you leave Lawrence and I, uh, you know, to the wolves. Um, the thing about us is that we're friends with like some celebrities, Jonah Hill, sure. yourself, each other, right. obviously. Um mm-hmm. If though we are in the fucking club and left to our own devices, like how do relative normies like us, what's the best advice you could give us to befriend some celebs? We want to like act like we've been there before, but we also want fucking fire flicks for the the gram. We want want the action. Yeah, man. Zaction. We want some Zaction. Flicks for the gram, I feel, is like the opposite route to take. Okay, so that's off the menu. Put your phone away, Lawrence. Flash off. Definitely off the menu. I mean, you guys can take pictures with each other since you guys are. (laughs) Yeah, sure. We can. That's all we do. That's that's the basis of our friendship. Yeah, basically. If is there, maybe he'll flick up. Right, uh, sure. Of course. You know, the funny thing is, I think the reason that we even had any sort of success like throwing parties and things like that was because it was like sort of like that was the opposite of the energy it was like we would highly discourage any type of phone you know it's like it's, it's like it's much more like, low-key and private well it's like in this in this environment of nowadays where like everyone wants to instagram them like hitting their chocolate cake and it melting or whatever <laughs> they're doing. Sure, like it's 1988 right. again hitting my i'm, I'm about to smack my bread pudding yeah about to light this baked coffee. alaska yeah <laughs> Yeah, we like we created the exact opposite, which is just like you know you come. So is that like, the answer? It's kind of like yo, treat celebs like they're not celebs. Treat them like you're you're just real ball busting, like they're you're just your envi- bros. You're in an environment where everyone can truly be themselves. That's probably the purest thing, right? Mm. And like everyone there is friends and family in some in some regard. So everyone's sort of connected, albeit maybe through mutual friends or whatever. So if you create an environment where everyone can be themselves, no matter if it's a businessman, a celebrity, a skater kid, whatever, everyone can just come. 
be themselves. That sort of creates, you know, the right environment for people to absolutely. Link, uh, yeah. Um, and and let's say so you continuing on this with this perfect night out, uh, you know, exercise. So you're heading home. It's fine. We're fine. That's fine. Like we'll see you tomorrow. You know, we got yeah. meetings and shit. Uh, you know, you're gonna you're about to sign us to Field Trip Records. It's the first mm-hmm. ever podcast signed to a super cool indie label, um, which we'll get into later. Who is the celebrity though that you want to hit up and be like, yo, my boys are in town. The most fun celebrity that you yeah. want us to experience parting with. Who is that? Who's the the best ambassador? For who's who's the you're, you're calling the lifestyle lefty. you've created? Call, if you can't, yeah. Like, yeah. You call him the closer. Who are you calling? There's a couple obvious answers, and there's a couple. I'm trying to think of like what's an out of the box, like fun. Sure. What are some obvious ones though? Well, it's like you know, I guess you know Drake is like one of the people that you know, right? We really champion the like. I think when we look, it's so funny because we laugh about like obviously you know Studio Fifty Four is you know legendary and you, some of the nostalgia and some of the things that couldn't happen nowadays that happened right. then. Back on it's it, the blueprint, but also it couldn't exist in 2021. Of course, of course not. But I look back at like some of the nights and I'm not to toot our own horns. I'm just like, I guess sometimes when you're, when you're in it, you don't realize right. until you look on it. And then maybe the nostalgia settles in. Like taking you, the 50,000 foot view and being like, yo, that was, we threw classic after classic. Oh my, oh my God. It was, it was number one after number once. Yeah. Crazy, there, like unimaginable right. nights of like the craziest groups of people that you would ever couldn't even picture it being the same room together going all night. Like, is that the key? Like a, a versus like a crew that is super tight knit that has a lot in common for you. The best is that cornucopia of just like the weirdest all walks, squad. all walks of life. Well, yeah. I think it's, it's, it's a testament to sort of like one, what was happening in Los Angeles at the time or mm-hmm. is happening, you know, sort of like this new era of everyone sort of migrating here. If to me, at least it felt like a lot of the energy was in Los Angeles. Right. Right. Cre- creatively and you know the arts people are moving a lot of musicians are moving out here as opposed to where like new york used to be the mecca and new, sure. york's, still, new york's still the greatest city in the world but it's like you hear that kids yeah no it, it's coming it is, back baby yeah we're back oh, bitch i'm gonna come back stronger than ever yeah right, um all right so you're so drake is the obvious answer like is he yeah. just not only just the god uh you know lawrence's personal god but also just like he <laughs> is he just fun to party with he is you got to realize like if if someone is like if he's like puts out the bat signal like word gets out that it's like a drake night out right it's 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 the same thing as like you could imagine like michael the party, jordan the, the party the party version of like being like oh drake's putting an album does anyone want to hop on right sure you know so imagine that translating to a party right. and it's like everyone in the world wants to show up but it's like it's so it'll be in the matter like he'll get to some place at like 1 a.m and obviously mm-hmm. everything closes at two right so he'll get someplace at like 1 a.m. And then like 1.30, like every door, the side door, front door, back door is like every different crew of people, right. basketball player, rapper, this, that. And everyone's just like trying to get in. And we don't even know how word got out. It's like sure. probably people that are already in there. He's the, he's the magnet that every, that every, that night in Los Angeles, yeah. everyone's going to be drawn. He's to. the son. He's the son of the party solar system. Right. I, I, We're all just fucking. You no, know, I've been, I've been I, we've been in different, like when we were on tour, when he was on tour in London, I went for a couple nights and, whatever. And it's like, it's so funny because it, it sounds crazy to say, but wherever he goes, like the, that night revolves around him. Right. Sure. Even in right. London, like I remember being in London and I have random like British friends of mine hitting me like, yo, so what's Drizzy doing tonight? <laughs> and I'm like, this is crazy. Yeah. That it's like, gotten to this point. He touches down in a city and it becomes his city, right? Houston, does, Atlanta, does. Vegas, Houston, Atlanta, Vegas. It does. You know. 
Nice. Who, so who, who, are the, who are the more like anomalies? Maybe yeah, the who's under out the of the radar, box? Most fun people to party with. Most fun people to party with. Um, and you, def- yeah, that you would call in to, to be an ambassador to, to yeah. Jimmy and Larry. The cavalry. You need the cavalry to come yeah. through because turns out Jimmy and Larry, they party fucking hard. Yeah, we need bring in the heavy artillery to take us out. I definitely don't want to blow up anybody's spots. I'm sure. Who's the uh, WMD? <laughs> like Weapon of mass destruction. Are you, are you like, are you sending your brother? Are you sending like your oh, best friend? Well, first of all, get, how could I forget that Gilligan is obviously in the mix with us? He's at okay, dinner with clearly. Like, this is your best friend. My best friend for over 10 years. I hope he approves of the intro that we gave you. Yeah, he was a big fan of the Reese LaFleur intro. And we told him, hey, 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 buddy, want, just wait. Just wait two weeks, dog. Just yeah, wait two weeks. Might got to try something. <laughs> yeah. Shout out. Shout out Gilly, dude. Oh, he's a legend. For real. So, so is he, is he, and obviously like he's your right hand man. He's someone who, who may be like, you're like, yo, I got to head home. I got an early meeting. He's like, yo, I got this. I'll handle it. He might be, he might be on a vibe. Like, yo, I'm out all night tonight. Right. Feeling, he'll, he'll be, he's one in, he's one opposite or the other, like at all sure. times. He's right. like a dwelly man. Exactly. The yin, the yin and the yang. He's both at the same time, right? It's, it's a beautiful <laughs> thing. But he, you might catch him on a night. Right. Oh, He's like, yo, don't worry, Zach. In fact, you should go home. Let me take these guys out. Let me <laughs> take these guys out this. Zach. Let me take yeah. these guys out for the night that they deserve. Sure. Like, right, 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 right. Protect the innocent Zach. Go home. <laughs> not the one that they need. The one, not, not even the one that, not even the one that deserve the one that they need. Right, right exactly. <laughs> yeah, he knows. <laughs> he's our white uh, knight. And right, so we got, we got Drake. We got Gilly. <laughs> Drake, we, got, we got Gilly, you know, opposite ends of the spectrum, but equally right. influential. Balancing the scales of justice. <laughs> right. Um, trying to think of some funny ones, man. Fuck. Chad you know, Muska. Yeah. Chad, like Muscalade. <laughs> like Sergi Baca. Sergi Baca. <laughs> Yo, hell yeah. Dude. <laughs> I'm just riding on his shoulders in the yeah. club. You like know, Prince on his bodyguard, bro. You I, know the vibes. I, I climb that tree. Yeah. Search. Fuck yeah, dude. First of all, ugh, this is terrible. You know, like Blake Griffin, by the way. Yeah. Ooh, he seems like he's got a great personality. Well, Blake, here's the thing. Let me preface this with Blake Griffin does wake up at the next morning at 7 a.m. and goes no and matter works what. Right. You know, like he's a he's a he's true a pro. He's a professional. Him and Lawrence can uh, commiserate over their hairlines. But the guy, <laughs> but the guy, but the guy is, you know, a 6'10, like 0% body fat comedian sure oh yeah he's got so like, chops is like, he the funniest guy that you know you know he's definitely hilarious one of the funniest guys i know and the funny thing is is like you know how everyone's like oh rappers want to be hoopers and hoopers want to mm-hmm. be rappers it's like sure. Blake griffin just wants to be a comedian <laughs> right and you'll just get into some funny shit with him and he just says the craziest funniest shit and a comedian in adonis's body and all his bo- and all his boys like his best group of friends you know includes like his agent and like his agents, like other agent friends, but like they, they all grew up together and shit, you know, it's not sure, like, sure. it's like, an, so it's entourage, but in real life, life. but for comedy, boys, but, but you know, his boys, I call them the front office boys. And like, <laughs> it's just like one of them is like an assistant GM at the nets. And one of them is like his agent, whatever. And they're just like this crew of guys. And they're almost like frat, frat brothers, you know, and like over the that. summer, over the okay, summer. So, we got, so Jimmy, Larry, Zach, Gilly, Drizzy, the Surge, front office, Blake, and the front office boys <laughs> the, are having the themselves a night. Is one, of the, 
is one of the craziest nights of all time. I don't, I'm just trying to picture all these things. Yeah, that would be a uh, hell yeah. <laughs> On the flip side of this, who maybe is like coming up to the table and you're just like, no, we like dub, give me Larry, do not fucking talk to, do not engage. I know that they're yeah. celebrity, do not engage. They're fucking whack. They're a yeah, lame stain. Who's that? It's not worth it. Who's the lamest person? Don't look them in the eye. Maybe the they like based on movements. Yeah, maybe they just are never on the exact same wavelength. Maybe they go too hard when we're having a chill night. Maybe they're tr- trying to be chill when we're going hard. Like, who's that? Yeah, you who's? Know, I don't ever. I don't necessarily think. I think the people that you would say that about are like the people that are like the classic, lingering like hanger on people. These guys that like find a way to like hang out with one crew of people and then they get like burnt over there and they they hop onto the next crew and somehow they always finesse their way into like you're like I saw you would this crew and now you're with this crew whatever those are the type of people that you avoid the, the you know? bozo so, the hollywood us. bozo archetype, james lawrence is us yeah, lot, throwing there's fits a of, there's a lot of guys that you know sort of just make themselves useful in a, mm. in, a, in, a, in a in a way that benefits them being able to facilitate like hang out with a certain crew of like whether it be an artist or an athlete or whatever sure. so like hosting a podcast maybe i would say would be a way to do that yeah no because that that hosting podcast is actually a, po- a positive thing like these it's like people and they'll find a way to scheme and then they'll, they'll mm-hmm. be fucked up they'll get cut out of that crew and then you see them right, right. Or whatever it's like that, those are the people you have to avoid they're grifters do. you're talking about a grifter yeah Hangers on. Yeah. This is genuine. Yeah. We Lawrence and I, we we like uh we like brands and Johns that have a lot of pockets, like engineering garments. So maybe we can just be like a weed carrier or something. Yeah. Uh, maybe that's how we make ourselves useful. I'll be a shooter. I'll be a shooter for someone if they need Zach, it. what I mean, you were reminiscing on uh I, I could see the wheels turning, just reminiscing about like, you know, just times pre-pandemic. What was the last like amazing night you had pre-pandemic before shit went haywire? Yeah. That you're looking back on like, and hopefully, you know, fun, we're like, we're approaching those times again yeah. soon. Yeah, I would say um, Paris Fashion Week, February Women's last year. Um, Virgil just did that collab with Baccarat, mm-hmm. and he made like the crystal sippy cup. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> which was so sick, and and he, you know he's like, um, you know I think the best parts about like those nights is like what lies like in the spontaneity of them. So it's like right. he'll will what will happen is like we're at the Baccarat hotel, which is obviously, you know, a celebrated, very sure. You know, it's all the place is like 200 years old and it's 69 stars and it's 69 stars and everything's made out of crystal. Right. Mm-hmm. And we get there and he has like this local Paris burger joint catering the place, which is just so sick. Like, you know, there's already like a high low there, right? There's the juxtaposition is, 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 enticing. is enticing. Enticing. And he has this amazing, uh, jazz band playing it's unbelievable and you know the room is like 20 of our friends and then a lot of like you know corporate baccarat people mm-hmm, and suits. Sure. the suits yeah the narcs the suits and the high, you know a lot of like a lot of different like higher up french you know business people right c-suite french guys and and uh there's also a pair of cdjs set up in the corner how convenient <laughs> and, Vir- and virgil just looks at me he goes when the jazz band's over start playing music right like give them you know, that's amazing but he's like he's like let's transition this into the next part of the night sure 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 it's like by surprise like no one knows that that's going to happen whatever and it turns into like you know we're we're starting it off like we're playing it safe you know we're playing like you know top that, 40 yeah <laughs> i was gonna say is it z100 <laughs> we're playing like you know lounger like prototype outcasts Okay. Sure. Loungier, chill music. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. that's a classic, but depending on the right circumstances. No, I get it. Uh, you haven't but, yet uh, taken it to 11. You haven't played Finito yet is what you're oh, saying. Yeah. Well, you know, I think Finito did get played that night. Of course it did. Obviously. And, and it turns into like, 
uh, a drill into Afro beats. The corporate French people are clinging their champagne dancing, turns into like a rager in the Baccarat hotel. And everyone's, you know, everyone's dancing. And we're looking at like the one lady that was like, you know, checking everything like, is this, what's going on? Is this person on the list? Like, you know, super anal the whole night. Right, right, right. Stressing, she's doing her job. And to her, like, she's just like getting down on the dance floor. She's, she's yeah. raging. And there's a kid, yeah. there's a, some, some kid stage dove off the little table of the <laughs> during one more time. You know? <laughs> and it was just like, you know, it's like those kind of nights. It's just funny. Just, they just... When, when you when you think about nights like this and you reflect like is it the, and I guess the question is does this happen a lot where it just hits you and you're like holy shit like this is crazy how far I've come and how my life ended up here does that happen like all the time or, or do you get a little jaded um I don't get jaded I'm extremely grateful I'm extremely you know I'm, I I think like recently especially I've been I've been so inspired mm. I've been feeling very inspired recently. Maybe that sounds dumb, but I've, I've really, no. been waking, I've been waking up like recently, very inspired, especially, I guess, as we get more into like the music conversation yeah, and all that. But I mean, I fell into the club by accident, right? I never plan on throwing parties. I wanted to DJ since I was 12 years old. Sure. Like for real, since I was 11, 12 years old, I even used to go by the name. I made my mom, my mom would call me DJ Dandy. That's this a terrible not, DJ name. <laughs> well, well, thank God that one didn't stick. That was yeah, my, right. For real, I was like ten years old, right? And and yeah, I mean, I sp- I met like one of my mom's friends who DJ, and I was obs- I was obsessed. And the first way that I was like really hustling and making money was like I would have people give me their iPods, okay, and I would throw them up with music, oh, and, give them back them and then charge them. Right, 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 right. Like, here's it's like key. getting paid for your taste level. It, it, I guess that from an early age, that's what it was, right? And, um, it all, I think my, it's funny cause I look back at, at my, uh, last couple of years and a lot of it is just, it's a perfect mix of like sprinkling a little bit of luck, mm-hmm, sure. like luck, luck and timing, right, right, right. Also like hard work, a lot of like, I, I probably went out before I was having all these crazy nights. I probably went out like seven nights a week for like three, four years. Dude, you got mileage on you, doggy. Oh, I've been out more nights in my life than already than if I never went out again, I've been out more than (laughs) right. You're good for sure. (laughs) My whole life. I mean, Lawrence and I, you know, we, we, I would say, you know, before we get into music, um, the thing about us is that yes, we go out, but when it comes to like club, like true club, uh, nightlife, like we're pretty, I I would say that we're novices here. Like we had a pretty green, yeah, our our favorite spot here shut down over pandemic. But like if you had to just, uh, kinfolk. Never been in Williamsburg. I wouldn't. We wish we could take you, dude. Yeah, Yeah, we could have. That's the one place where we moved. Like you move everywhere. That was we had the one spot. So we were the Zachbias of this one. Yeah, we were of Kinfolk and Williamsburg. We were the Zach. That's what people said about us. Yeah, but I guess like for for the kids, and I know that the the origin story of you and your boys that you went out on your nineteenth birthday and you were fucking suited and you like somehow got into the club anyway as like a joke, and then you kind of uh, met Fetty there. What in your fifteen hundred nights out? or whatever it's been seven nights a week, the last fucking three, four years. What is true bozo behavior that you would absolutely discourage from uh, people, you know, doing in the club? Yeah. This is the educational portion of the podcast. I think it let's goes, train, let's train this, this new generation. Yeah. Let's do, let's do the Lord's work, Zach. Here's, here, here's the thing is like, to me, the, the club club, like moving lights, buying tables, popping balls to me is like so antiquated. Right. Sure. It never, it never appealed to me. Right. Um, and 
I never even planned into, to get into hospitality. My heart was always like in music. And even when I was first starting at the, at the club and stuff, like the beauty of it to me was like being able to book the DJs, being able to like get new artists, like to, curate, curate the experience for the experience. The, for the, for the like, we were like, you know, we didn't know, I didn't know anyone, but it was like, Oh, this rapper is like sort of coming up. Like he's a friend of a friend, like, yo, why don't you perform tonight? Like, I'll get you like, even though you're coming up and I'm not going to get you a check. Cause I don't like, that's not where it's at right now, but like, right. I'm giving you the opportunity to perform your record. You're from New York. Like here, play your record. In you're delivering exposure. It's a good we're opportunity. Delivering, we're delivering, yeah. I'm trading exposure. We're bringing out our friends from college. We're bringing out like the, the kids that we're meeting on Fairfax and we're just sure. like cultivating this little like, you know, moment. And I, I think, you know, it's like you, the opposite. You don't want to be like popping bottles in the club. Like that's like, that's not what you want to be doing. And so I, you're I, saying that like, if you're in the club, you're already a bozo and you lost. No, no, no. The club, <laughs> the club, the club is actually very, if you look at like historically. Yeah. It's how you break records, right? It's, I mean, music and fashion, fashion. I think so much starts with like the nighttime. Right. Um, but I guess it goes back to that same thing. Don't, you know, go with your friends don't uh club for the right reasons kids that's what we're saying you know it sounds like just go use tap into that general enthusiasm right don't yeah. be a fuck don't have ulterior motives don't be a fucking hardo yeah, be yourself don't be fucking, they're not you're not there trying to flex on people you're not there but don't it goes back to that conversation don't try and take pictures of people <laughs> i'm just saying not that that's yeah. a thing but i'm just saying like you know for sure whoever you're trying to take a picture with is probably out trying to have a night themselves sure in privacy yeah, empathy. It's called empathy, kids. Yeah. Look it Come up. On. Leave so. Drake alone. All right, Zach, let's talk about your, uh, you know, it sounds like you you really made a fucking name and platform for yourself with Nightlife, but now you're really focusing and channeling that energy into your first passion, music. Uh, oh. DJ Dandy on the ones and twos. Um, <laughs> let's talk about Field Trip Records, the yep. label that you yourself started. Who are the artists that you've signed so far? Yeah, what's uh, the roster? So we have three artists. We have uh, Mallory Merck on the, you know, she's amazing on the more pop alternative side. She's OG a singer Soho, songwriter. OG Soho cool teen. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, for sure. It's so funny because she's so young, but like, so like she's been in it forever, right? Yeah. She's like had a separate life running around with ass pizza and Luca and exactly Frankie running Soho. Yeah. She was, you know, she was doing all that like 13, 14 years old. Which is um, crazy. Which is That's so city kid shit. Jimmy did the same thing. Yeah. yeah right? Not nearly as cool. Yeah. No. No, she's the, she's the illest. I mean, she's oh, smoking the, poorly rolled doinks on gay street. Yeah. Oh <laughs> this is the big leagues. <laughs> well, I think, I think even for her, like what's going to be so good. I mean, I guess obviously the pandemic has, you know, been awful for everyone, but like when she gets to play live shows and gets to do like, you know, those showcase shows and then gets to like open up for someone on tour and then do her own mini tour. That's when like so much is going to happen for her too, because meeting her, seeing her, that's like when you fall in love with her, right? So she's about to blow away like a whole oh, swath so, of people. She's so epic. It's like, it's like you see, you, you hear the music and it's like these acoustic ballads and they're very emotional. And then you pair it with like who the human is. Mm -hmm. And it's like, that's when you start to see the whole picture and you're like, sure. This is so cool. That's the CDJs in the Baccarat Hotel. It's that kind of, you know, exactly. that, that the big link. The ingredients that you wouldn't think go together, but it's delicious. Who are some, uh, who are, who are some like maybe bigger artists that um, if people don't know Mallory Merck and they should now, who are some bigger artists that you would like kind of associate her with so that people can get a, an idea yeah. of what she's all about? Could I you compare like, her? I would say like, no doubt, Gwen Stefani. Mm. Damn. 
which real, is real cultural yeah. icon game yeah, legend shit yeah <laughs> she's a le- i mean for real um you know it's like she's somewhere between like casey musgraves and 21 savage in a human <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. That's what people say about throwing fits. Yeah. Somewhere in between I'm the Casey, Casey Musgraves I'm the Casey. and I'm 21 Savage. Yeah, exactly. Uh, 21. 21. Um, well, okay. That's, so that's one of the three artists. Who are the yeah. other two? Um, we have um, SSG Kobe, young phenom out of Louisiana, just turned 17. I mean, he's unbelievable. He's like so prolific at song making. We're about to drop uh, a really big record and then put out his first uh, debut EP. Is, is there, is there again, like, is there a, another artist that if people he's a haven't rapper. heard of him yet... He's a, he's a, he's a, he's a rapper, but he's so, I mean, the versatility is like unbelievable. Like he just blows my mind, the kind of records he's sending me. I think he's, you know, he's a kid. He had a crazy upbringing and, um, he reminds me a bit of Keith a little bit with like the versatility as far as like spitting, singing, just from the stuff that I've heard that you've obviously been promoting and posting. It's like he, he lives in this small town in Louisiana and, you know, especially, you know, these kids that are like, 15, 16, 17, 18, they all grew up consuming so much on the internet, right? Mm-hmm. So he's he's so uh ultra aware, right? Of everything. Hyper, hyper aware. He's hyper aware of 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 everything that's happening on the internet, of all different kinds of music, of all the, he even knows like who liked whose photo. Like he's like, you know, like he's just so yeah. aware of like what's bubbling. Are these people going to work? He's that, plugged that, into and, the matrix. And as 100%. someone, as someone, uh, as the label boss who is so plugged in and hyper aware himself, like, do you think that the ability to, I guess, like absorb and process information, navigate it is like a true strength for an artist. And, and does that kind of inform who you sign? Every, every artist is different, right? Like there's no one size fits all when it comes to anything in music. Um, and it's just interesting. It's interesting because he's someone that it's just different paths. Like he's someone that knows how to sort of like prey upon virality. Mm. Someone that knows like even if something is stupid, he can leverage it. He lever he leverages those moments. Something as stupid as like posting on Instagram. Like he knows like when and how to post. Like his engagement on Instagram is crazy. Like he's not like the biggest artist sure. in the world yet, but like you know he he has like a sort of cult following that he's cultivated and he hasn't even met, you know, he hasn't even done a show. Sure. Um, but you know, he's going to be doing some crazy things, but that, so that behavior is like, it's interesting that, um, so far the two people and we have yet to get to the third, but the two people you mentioned are so like internet savvy or internet digital fluent already. Um, and you don't, even in young artists, you don't necessarily see this like behavior as like a natural, it's like something you have to kind of like teach them or or train them on. It's like, Hey, keep, please like post on Instagram or like engage with your fans. And he's, you know, it's like, he's on his, like, I guess on his Cardi where like, he doesn't post that much, but when he posts, it goes crazy. The less is more mentality for sure. He's He's definitely on his less is more. Um, and he's gonna, you know, he's about to drop some, like this EP that he's gonna drop is gonna change his life for sure. Like it's been moving at a very good upward trajectory, right? Very, very quickly. And I think like this EP is like what's gonna like you know break him, sure, sure. Break the break. It's the breakthrough moment. It's the breakthrough moment. You know, he gets a lot of love from he. He gets a lot of love from everyone, but putting out an actual body of work is where you can be like, yes, I put out three, four different songs that all sound different. Like here's a body of work that demonstrates the versatility that starts to really pull out the narrative. Mm -hmm. It's like the next step in his artistry, right? Um, And And who's the the third artist that you got? Just We just closed it. The deal. um, It's this kid named Heaven, HVN out of Houston. Sounds delightful. 
Oh my God, he's so crazy. He's like, is, it, is this the Christian Rock? Uh, yeah, this and Angelic Christian Rock. <laughs> uh, contrary to the the initial thought of it being Christian Rock, it's actually a rapper out of Houston, um, rapper artist out of Houston, who's like, I mean, like one of the most soulful kids I've ever met. Mm. He had he had a cra- I mean, crazy story. I mean, he had a he had a lot of health issues. Mm. Um, still, you know, he still battles with different things. Um, but he had a stroke when he was really young, Jesus, like, uh, in his teenage years. And when he was like in the hospital recovering from that stroke, he started like this this brand, like this movement called "Don't Die," right? But to the point, die. straightforward. I respect but, but, that. But I'm with it. Like, don't die, like more in like a punk mentality, right? Right. And he started throwing these like crazy parties in Houston, like like you know almost like guerrilla style, like renting out an Airbnb on someone else's car, like right. project X type beat for sure, for sure, for sure. And they, they grew like a cult following in Houston, like thousands of kids were showing up and punk bands were performing and all the up and coming rappers were performing. And so it's like this real underground Houston scene. That's just like so crazy. And he like sort of cultivated all that and he makes amazing music. And we just shot this video. Um, his song called Draco coming out and the song, you know, is real like hard hitting, you know, rap record, but the video shot on film over the course of a week includes like ballerina. He's so artistic. And the cool, the cool thing with every artist is different. Like sometimes they want me to, you know, help them creatively or we'll balance ideas back and forth. Like, like lean on you as a creative or artistic director. Yeah. Like, you know, they're they're the artists and I never want to be the artist, but I can come, I can help guide them. Like I've seen a lot of this happen before. Like, or at least let me plug you in with this person or that person. The right. Yeah. Make the right connections for sure. And, and you know, he just has such a distinct creative vision that it's like how you just, all you got to do is sit back and sort of amplify it. Right. Let him do his thing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the video has like, like instead of strippers, there's ballerinas. Nice. You know, and there's, there's a, they're like, we need more money. We want to go shoot um, on this farm. There's a specific type of cow that we want. <laughs> you know, I'm like, please, like by all means, right? Yeah, right. We'll get the cow money. Don't worry about What's it. What's your, wh- wh- how do you like, milk how money? Do you, how do you pitch or position field trip records to aspiring artists, um, especially if they have some buzz behind them and they kind of have their pick of the litter? How are you like, yo, field trip records is different because, and like, what's your pitch? Um, field trip records is different because basically you're com- you're coming into a system where, we obviously create, you know, we help them create their own world, but it's like, you're not being lost in a big building. We have all the same advantages. Like we have good funding. We have, you know, a lot, we have a lot of the stuff that the labels can't pay for. Sure. Which is like, you know, uh, which is Zach be a bitch. Yeah. No, but you know what I'm saying? Like we have like the cult, uh, a finger on the pulse and we have a lot of strings we can pull and a lot of like, we can make a lot of magic happen. No red tape either. Yeah. And And then we still offer, you know, the same sort of things that the major labels do, which is, you know, funding and a lot of like playlisting stuff. Have, and have you ever promised a Drake feature? <laughs> ever. I would never do such a thing. <laughs> you never know. You just got to pull a little rabbit out of the hat. You know what I'm saying? Man, that's, ins- that's insane. <laughs> what are the, uh, for field trip though, like what are the long-term goals? Is it to become one of the fucking majors and maybe be, you know, on the eighth floor of the universal building next to your boys of Republic? The cool thing is that um, we can sort of move however we want, right? Like Mallory, we did, we ended up doing a partnership at Warner records with some dear friends on her specifically, but not field trip overall. So it allows us to move, you know, we can have 
let's say we have 20 artists, 20, all 20 of them could be in different. This is by design what you're talking about. Yeah, for sure. I mean, the, the thing is the music industry is in this crazy place right now where there's never been more money. It's like back on the upswing, right? Mm -hmm. Because there's so much speculative money based on streaming and based Mm -hmm. on all these new things that are happening, that there's so much money being thrown around. There's also this, a lot of people that sort of are just, you know, that work in music that aren't, I feel like there's not many people that are coming in, like trying to disrupt or trying to navigate this in a new way. And there's people doing some innovative things, but the idea with field trip is like, we can have partnerships with majors, but it's like, why wouldn't we also be able to, once we have the proof of concept, which we're already building, you know, these artists are on such good trajectories. It's like, once you've already done this, we have partnerships in multiple majors, then you also, you're in the, you're the priority in each building. Right. Um, you have different teams, different fits for different artists. And then why wouldn't we be able to go to like a VC and be like, right. you know, that's 10 million bucks. And then we now, when these kids are like already big and they're competing for like $2 million deals with all these labels, like we can compete with them right. come home. We're like, it's more boutique and we still offer everything else in the same, you know, it's like, there's just, you can reinvent it. You mentioned the defiant ones earlier, like talking about going home early and popping on some fucking, you know, TV. But like, do you see yourself as like a Jimmy Iovine level disruptor? Like, is that how you or is that how you envision yourself? Like that that version of you a couple of years down the line, or even sooner? God, God willing, I'm anything close to any type of you know. All, there's so many great people that have done so many amazing things. Beats by Bia, yeah. Why oh not? Beats Beats by Bia, right? And uh, who are your mentors in the space? So. You know, in life, definitely John Terzian, right? Sure. Uh, who's to those who don't know, he's the one who started Hwood Group. He was the one who gave me like my first job in the club, and and but you know, he never. It's so funny because everyone in hospitality, I've sort of been like on my way out of hospitality for years, right? <laughs> always um, with one foot out the door. I've always been like, release me. <laughs> you need an exit time. plan. Yeah. Well, not, you know, I'm always on the, like I'm on the back end of H what's up. Like we built so many amazing things and I'm always going to be tied into like that back end of that and overseeing it. And it's such an important avenue to upkeep. And we built such a beautiful thing. I can't, I'm not going to walk away from it. Right. You know, you, you feel some ownership to it, right? Responsibility. I, I definitely feel, you know, some responsibility and uh, you know, the one word that everyone hates in my life is promoter, right? For sure. Like the everyone, P word. Yeah. The, P word, the P word, the word, you know, the word that no one's that you never want to hear said, but it's like, even when I was like 19, 20, like John was like, that's not what you are. You know, like you, like you handle operations, you handle bookings, you handle this, you handle marketing, you do events, you do so many different things. And he really empowered me at a young age. And I was, you know, working hard for him. It was a really good synergy there. So he's one of my mentors. And even back then, like, you know, he's like, you know, helping me, I was like running around. This is like when before I was throwing parties in Paris and we were like sneaking into fashion shows and before brands were sort of like inviting kids to be like front row right. shows and shit. This is like early, a couple years ago. He was just like believing what I was doing, right? And then um, he would hate that I bring him up, but uh, Future the Prince, mm. also my, you know, absolute big brother. Is that Drake's manager? Yeah. But, Future you know, office mate, right? When... uh. Field trip opens up. Future what? Uh, future office mate. Future office mate. Yeah, I mean, you know, future. Future is. Uh, oh, I mean, not the artist. I mean, like you guys are gonna like. He's gonna have an office in Field Trip Records. Oh, I mean, he's the he's the he's definitely the uh, 
He can have whatever he wants a field trip. <laughs> he's the big bro. No, he's, I mean, the I, big bro. he's such a guy. He's such a, a guiding voice yeah. and such a always makes time to talk anything. Um, yeah, he's the fucking man. I won't say too much about him because he doesn't like people talk about him. Sure, sure, sure. Of course. With a shout out. Uh, Zach, I don't Luke. think, I mean, it's so obvious, but I don't think we can emphasize enough. Just, I think like the draw of, of an aspiring artist for field trip records is like the finger on the pulseness, which you don't get at the majors. Um, I mean, obviously you, you, by way of your nightlife career, which you're now, like you said, maybe transitioning more energy into music and fashion. Um, you are still super plugged into the music world. And I got to ask, have you heard certified lover boy yet? I have not. You oh, really? It. Damn. I have not. Um, I heard some music, um, and it's amazing. And, you know, obviously, unfortunately, a bunch of songs leak. I mean, those were more so like sure. demo songs, but a bunch of songs leak and stuff like that. I mean, so that, you know, he's wrapping up the album, and I haven't heard too much of it at all. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it's going to be, obviously it's going to be Expect, crazy. I mean, expectations can with Drake. I mean, it's like, you know, um, he's the one guy where despite expectations, he seems to have the ability to still leap Exceed over that them. bar. So fingers fucking crossed, big scorpion out now, you know, the fucking vibes. And that's big bro, right? That's big bro. I, I have to ask, did he inspire you to wear the Uggs or did you inspire him to wear the Uggs? I think it's a mutual respect thing. <laughs> yeah, for for Uggs, it's just a mutual respect for Uggs. I love, love the craft. Just appreciate the craft. The Australian, you know, fucking goats. Not even Uggs, by the way. This is like some random off brand that when I moved into my new crib, my mom was like, "You need some house slippers," and like gave me these. I think it's my second time wearing them. So your mom was like, "Hit up TJ Maxx," and she just got you like whatever fucking. Oh, we're we're big on we're big on Marshalls. It's the okay, Marshall yeah. twos. I was gonna say. Um, yeah. A Drake, okay, Drake, obviously, certified little boy expectations are crazy high. And he's also so always at the top of the conversation when it comes to like best dressed celebrities right now. I want to talk about fashion a little bit and you being such a part of the worlds of fashion celebrity. Who would you say are the best, dre- best dressed celebs right now? Yeah. Who inspires you? Who's getting those fits off, baby? Big well, fits. The, you know, it's so funny because, you know, I see, I see Nast like, mm. you know, five times a week, right? Sure. Like, that's my. That's my brother, but it's so funny because I'll always give him shit. Like, like remember when we put you on to this? Or put, you know, like that because that's the shit that really fires him up. Well, he acts like he invented Lacoste, CDG, Penny yeah. Loafers. Come no, on, like, like he's just, like I, I, he's so funny because we'll be like, we'll find someone like super random that like and be like, and be like remember when like this per- this person put you on a comb? Like, bro, what the? F-? He's like, where are you at, man? I'm pulling up. I'm spraying. Like, where the fuck <laughs> And I'm like, we'll just like, we'll be like, oh, remember like, we'll name like the wackest person. We'll be like, remember this person bleached their hair and you copied them big. And like, that's a big bro, right? And like, we'll say shit. And then he just like gets so mad. But you know, nasty to, to be able to put that shit on every day, you know. But, He's uh, not dressed. At least see By the way, by the, way most, most, the person least credited, little Yachty. Ooh, yeah. Big time sneaker collector, streamer, oh, head, little, little, archivist. Little Yachty is for sure like, you know, an archiver of a, the, the reason little Yachty is so great in, in terms of in general, it's because he knows he's, he's also an ultra aware guy mm-hmm. that can get to so many different pockets. Like, you know, he'll make, he'll be like in a phase clan video one day and then be like, hang out with Mac DeMarco the next sure. year. And then he's yeah. like a future Cardi video. And then is like on complex sneaker. Like he has so many different worlds that he can like dabble in. 
it's authentic too, right? It always feels real with Yachty. And that's what I've, I've always felt about him is like, he, he really approaches like the shit that he loves, like a true fan, like how yeah. his fans approach him and he just gets it. He's a nerd. He's a fucking black nerd. He's a blur. The, the sneaker, the sneakers get the everyone's attention. But like, if you, if you're truly paying attention, then you realize yeah. that there's so much more depth to it. He's such a, he's such a genuine guy. Um, so Yachty and Nast. Yachty and Nass only because that's like, it's so funny because that's like what I, all I was seeing yesterday. Like did so, didn't someone post an article like is Nass the best dress rapper or something? Yeah. It was all over my We ha- We did a poll with our audience that like, I think over 5,000 people voted it. And first Nast, annual Fitties Awards. Yeah. And Nass didn't win. I think who won best dress up? He got second though. He like beat Tyler, the creator. Uh, Harry Styles won. Oh, Harry Styles won. Okay. Fucking Harry, doing the jerk Harry, Harry, Harry Styles doesn't like have a. He's, like, he's style sponsored by Gucci. He's a Gucci yeah. ad. How would you rate yourself? Yeah. Do you think like you're up, you up there, there? Like you up there with the greats? You and the Raptors? Yeah. Are you top five DOA right now? I think all of my best outfits don't get seen. Really? Really? Unfortunately, is that intentional That's, or is that is that like uh? Yeah. Also, why is I, that on behalf of the people? Can I just say what the fuck? Why not? Why can't we see? I think every day. Is that is that what we got to pay OnlyFans I'm, for? I'm, I'm really lucky. That's hilarious, right? It's like, what if what if paywalled fit picks? I mean, we've done it before, bro. Dude, honestly, if you paywalled your fit picks, you, you might. I'm not saying a hundred grand in an hour like Psych World, but yeah, maybe, maybe need another revenue stream. It's right there, begging to be utilized um, and activated. Um, I think I'm just lucky that I've accumulated so much shit over the years. Mm-hmm. So many different cool pieces. You're a hoarder. <laughs> oh, man, fuck! I don't want to say it, but I'm looking around my place and like, I guess <laughs> speaks. Like, I mean, your place damn, I got issues. volumes, dude. You're like fucking swimming in Johns. So, dude, I mean, yeah, it's crazy. How yeah, would you describe your personal stare. style? How would you like describe your your personal style, your look, if you think you have one? Um, I'd say it's you know it's definitely uh, streetwear leaning every day. Just because, like, that's what I'm, I'm always like, you know, rocking sneakers and stuff. But I think that's, that's comfortable. By the way, is that like a comfortability it's just, thing? It's just easy. It's like it's like boom, grab these, grab these dream jeans, grab these forces, throw on like a jacket, whatever. I, I have it's so funny because I, mo- I moved into my place like three months ago, but I've been so busy that like it's still like half in boxes. Sure. What's your address? Uh, <laughs> yeah. What's on your last four of your social mother? Yeah. Name? What's your pin? What's your bank pin? Um, but anyways. It's no yeah, I mean, Sorry. The, the cool thing is, the cool thing is, I feel like I'm not afraid to, you know, take risks or wear something that might be a little different than what I normally wear. Like I'm, I'm always cool with trying something new. Have you suffered like uh, the masses, like the unwashed masses, and and leaned more heavily into like the bummy work from home shit over pandemic, or do you still get fitted every day, even no, if it's just to run like a dumb errand? I'm still getting fly every day. Says yeah. the man in, in 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 no brand basketball shorts and a Fred Durst fitted. <laughs> yeah, but if I walk out the house, but here's the thing, I think it's come to that point where it's like, even if you walk out the house and you have sweats, like I'm lucky that like I have a lot of cool sneakers, so you throw on that cool right, sneaker. Right, right. Like no matter what, you're gonna have some. I I, I, I love what I'm wearing every day. I'm lucky. Zach, to have, like, I have to ask. Shit. I have to ask Zach, how many pairs of sneakers do you own? Couple hundred for sure. I mean, maybe like four or five hundred sneakers. Are they all in the crib right now, or do you have a storage unit? What's up? Um, my poor mother her her shed is covered in my sneakers. <laughs> you know, ceiling to floor in my sneakers, and then at my house, I probably have like three hundred pairs. Are you one of these guys though that uh, you have several hundred pairs, but you 
you keep going back to, you know, forces and just like the same four or five pairs uh, and keep like a a steady, strong rotation, a consistent rotation? Or are you every day trying to unearth, unbox some new shit, some rare shit? You're like, yo, I haven't worn these. I haven't seen these since like fucking, you know, uh, the Obama administration. Yeah, right. It just hit me the other day that like how I need to just be like, it's a shame to have all these things just sitting there, right? Sure. So I'm trying to be more conscious of like, let's mix this in. It actually makes things fun because if you start with the sneakers, you're like, oh shit, what can I pair this random? Like this, I haven't seen this. I've worn these in two years. What do I pair this with? And it's just- Right. You're uh, building your outfit foundationally from the bottom up. Yeah, exactly. Right. Um, Which is a good parallel for life. Absolutely. Bottom up. uh, (laughs) No cops. But but yeah, I, I mean, fuck. I mean, I have so many different variations of forces and like shit like that, that it's like, I keep falling back into that cycle. So I'm going to try and break it. How, if you had to do some, if you had to do some quick like, back whatever, of the, go ahead. Like, sorry. Whatever pair of sneakers I get that week. It's like, I rock That's those. Like, Top of mind. Sure. 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 Sorry. Some noise. Um, if you had to do quick back of the napkin, uh, some back of the envelope math, how much do you think you spent on sneakers in your entire lifetime? Fuck. Like two million. No. Three. One. Well, I guess it's a lot for free, right? It's all a lot of flow team for sure. Fuck, I'm definitely, now, definitely now. This man's not buying shit. A lot of seating list sneakers uh, for sure. Um, I'll say the collection is worth a healthy amount. Mm. Have you uh, thought, have you thought about like, you know, keeping this stuff for like some type of crazy by, by the way, this archive sale at some point in the future? This isn't, isn't planned, right? I have like boxes of shoes everywhere next to me. Like, you know, oh, here we yeah. go. Let's see. You know, definitely got like. Oh right. wow! Come on, Jesus Christ! Yo, oh, those were just next to you. The Paris dunks, ladies and gentlemen. What are those going? What are those going for these days? Yeah, what is it, like eight thousand dollar dunk, dude? Eight thousand, like a hundred grand. Hundred grand. Okay, <laughs> never mind. Get the fuck out of here, Lawrence. <laughs> Mister Grilled, Mister Fucking Grilled Director. I'm talking out of my ass. Let's see. Let's do the quick stock X check. Let's right? do it. Let's see. I mean, listen. It's fucking. It's never going to be more expensive than it is right now on February twelfth. 2021. Would you ever let, do you, is there a price you'd let those go at or are those a forever pair? It's a forever pair. No, cannot. Is that your top sneaker all time? I don't know if we're going to do like a Mount Rushmore of sneakers, but that's the the number one. That lowest ask right now is (laughs) $90,000. Good God. Wow. Look, man, yeah. if this whole field trip records thing doesn't work out, I mean, you, yeah. you have a little nest egg sitting right there next you got a fucking, to you. You got, a, you got a year's salary, uh, a pretty good salary, decent salary in a box right there. I mean, those, were a bir- those were a birthday gift from a dear friend. Mr. Uh, Phil Knight himself. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, big yeah, with friends like that. Goddamn. Okay, so, shoe dog, so, you're, shoe dog. so you're not spending a lot of money on sneakers, Zach. You're on elite flow teams. Like what percentage of the shit that you get where you're like, damn, this shit sucks. <laughs> And what do you do with it? And how much money do you make off reselling? (laughs) I feel like disrespectful ever reselling anything that was given to me, right? You're a better man than flow to the homies. Yeah, for real. Yeah, flow to the homies. Um, Yeah, I guess flow to the homies, flow to little broski. I feel like I'm lucky that I'm on a bunch of good uh, seating lists of things that like really appeal to me. So a lot of the shit that comes in, like I'm already excited for. How many packages you get a day? <laughs> that my brother just asked me that. Fuck. 
these answers are all making me sound so ridiculous. I'm no, like, you bro. sound great, dude. You sound like a cool dude. What are you talking about? Yeah. And it's not you. It's not you that's ridiculous. It's the fucking system that's ridiculous. You're a yeah. symptom of a disease, dog. This isn't your problem. It's a victim of circumstance. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> Poor Zach Bia. <laughs> I have so many paper cuts for opening cardboard boxes. Oh, yeah. Man. What do you get? You get like 10 packages a day? I get probably like five to eight packages a day. <laughs> Oh, hell Not yeah, bad. dude. Fuck yeah. All right. Well, yo, I want to talk about um uh, uh something that Lawrence and I should be on Flow Team 4, which is Psych World, your brand. Um, you told Forbes, right, that when you guys launched in the first hour, you took in 100 k gross. Uh, not net necessarily. Although, I don't know. You know, after kids were seeing it on fucking Drizzy, on Skepta, on Cardi. And I guess like not to speak down on Psych World at all, but again, talking about the system... Will kids buy anything that they see guys like this wearing? I think, you know, so I think everything sort of changed in the last even like three, four years as like a lot of those kids that were like, you know, the round, as like these consumers got a little bit older, there's a whole new generation of kids that like doesn't give a fuck about any of this. Like there's kids that think that like Cardi and video games are like equally as cool. Right. You know, right. I'm just saying there's a new generation. Yeah. And I'm not saying that it's not true. I'm just saying there used to be, I felt like kids were more a part of different niches. Sure. And now, like, everything's so overly saturated that, like, everything's like on sort of like on an equal playing field. It's also fluid, too, right? Because you can like video games and like Pokemon cards and also bang Cardi, right? Like, you can do For all sure. I'm, I'm not saying one negates the other. Right. I just not mutually like, exclusive, right? Obviously. When I, when I was like 15, 16, 17. Uh, Drake uh, is really trying to play you yeah. certified lover boy. It's crazy. If, and by the way, if it's somebody really cool calling in, you can just do it on the pod. We've had that's happened before. So if oh, you want to flex nuts, go off, King. We missed a couple of good ones. Oh, damn it. Was uh, it uh, Obama? Yeah, big BO, right? On the big phone. Barry. <laughs> yeah, dude. Obama, uh, we're trying to pod. Like, Yo, Zach, I heard your dog. jumper's wet. Pull up. Yeah. 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 Damn, that's be, that'd be a crazy person to hoop with, right? Sure. I mean, probably the craziest. The craziest for sure. Did you see those uh, Nikes that they did? Those are pretty crazy. Those are going for less. Those are on sale for less, I think, than than your dunks, bro. That's insane. There's only two pairs. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. Whoever got you those kicks is a fucking very good friend. But okay, let's get back to influencer marketing. Is that the best way? Okay, we have 18 million kids listening at home right now. At least 16 million of them are starting a brand as we speak right now. Yeah. Is influencer marketing in 2021 the best way to get your brand to pop off? And quick follow-up, would you like some Throwing Fits merch? Yeah, can we get you some merch? We'll get your address we'll get your address off Mike from Kev. I'll definitely get the merch. Um, fuck, I mean... Hopefully it doesn't blend in with the five to eight packages you receive a day. <laughs> yeah. it, has to, it has to be... It has to feel authentic in terms of like the... Like obviously when you build a brand, what brand building is, is like really building out like the ethos of what your brand represents. And I think the mission statement, you know, psych world is never about me. Like I I don't ever post it. Right. Um, My partner doesn't ever post it. It's not about us. Shout out Jonah, the homie. Yeah, I know. Right. Legend. Um, But it's like, you know, it's a faceless brand and it's, even I just, and that's on purpose is what you're saying for sure on purpose i mean we we grew is it up like is it supposed to be subversive in some way or is it just because like you're like i don't want to i think the I think, like that. I think the, the mystery of it ties into i mean i'm giving away the fucking codes right now but <laughs> yeah <I> thanks think, doc <laughs> i think i think the mystery of it um sort of ties back into the brand's allure and ties in back into the brand's aesthetic and what's really cool about 
Psych World is like we really have done some real like guerrilla punk shit. Like we've done like you know a collab with Katsu, right? And he's obviously like you know an anonymous artist, graffiti artist. We've done a lot of like we mix the like loud you know moment of like a rapper wearing it on stage with like you know a sort of real hands-on grassroots like guerrilla moment. Yeah, and that's yeah. the brands really the the brand really does lie in like chaotic punk like sort of attitude sort of like yeah i mean i had to do, i had to like fill out this questionnaire on the brand the other day and um, i what, what, what we're going through customs yeah what's... For, upcoming, for upcoming collabs and shit they asked oh, okay like, you know okay. like sort of like describe you can see that no one's ever asked to work with us because we yeah. have never once filled out any Kinda surveys funny. can't wait for that psych world tesla yeah is and but I will say to your point, like that mix of punk rock and and those the big moments, sure. But like even just the way you guys marketing on market on Instagram, it feels like a lot of people have like run with that aesthetic that you guys kind of like conjured. It feels like yeah, but that that's 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 a. Uh... That's how anything goes. Anything that works, people are going. And it's flattering too, right? To some degree. I mean, like, you know how many fucking podcasts sound like the goddamn motherfucking boys? Like it happens, you know? Zero. Do you, (laughs) are there grand, are there grand plans for a psych world or is it just kind of like just seeing how, where this takes you? Definitely there is. I think, I mean, the brand just turned two years old. Happy Uh, birthday. Congrats. Happy happy birthday. The Um, terrible twos. Oh, wait. Right. The terrible twos are happening as we speak, but I think it's sort of like the, the best thing that ever happened to us was like not knowing how to run a brand. Sure. For, for real. Like, I mean, yeah. that goes for a lot, a lot of businesses. And, and when I say that, I don't mean like not knowing anything that you're doing, but it means like you don't have to follow any sort of predispositioned like sort of set of rules, right? Yeah. You're not yeah. subscribed to pre-existing uh, yeah. the way of doing it. You right. see a lot of people that are like tycoons of industry that like come in and they're like, or even it's like, I don't have, why, why do we have to do it this way? Sure. And that outside the box thinking, baby, not that we're doing anything revolutionary by any means, but you know, obviously every, every kid and their mother has a brand, but like we were like in a pool of like brands that were like really were doing like pop-ups all over, you know, direct to consumer business, not following any type of schedule. And, you know, millions of brands have done that before us, but it's like out of this new sort of batch of brands where like, I feel like one of them that did it pretty successfully. So, you know, it's like learning that and sort of streamlining. We've changed factories like, you know, 10 times. <laughs> right. finally, and finally, now, finally, now I think we've streamlined our operation. So I think it's sort of, it's learn. It's like, we didn't start collecting emails for email blast till like six months ago or something like that. You know, uh, that reminds like, me Lawrence, yeah. we should do that. Yeah. <laughs> it just seems like one of the things you would do like from the beginning, right? It's sure. Like, it seems like it would. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Zach, all, all these learnings um, as psych world has developed, what, what have you taken over to puzzle in the sky and what the fuck is puzzle in the sky? Oh, man, I don't even know if I can talk about that. Fuck. Puzzle I mean, in the sky with diamonds. What is it? Yeah. Well said. Um, Thank I have, you. I have this kid, um, Robert, who is like this creative genius, you know, always rolls around with a computer. That's like, Bob I've ever seen. And, and he's like, sends me this crazy, he, he's like a Reddit forum as like a person, right? He's like okay. crazy. Like he's autistic. Yeah. No, no, no Jesus. He's he has like, Asperger's. He's no, he's like a genius. He's a, he's yeah. a, a sponge, he's like, an encyclopedia. Right. Yeah, he's he's the walking, he's a walking hard drive. He is the one. Very, he's definitely very porous of all sort of internet and internet information. Um, and 
Where do you find Bob? Like, where? How does this guy come into your life? Yeah, I call him. I call him Bobby G. Um, how did Bobby G come into your life? Funny, funny enough. And what's part- his Instagram? Can we find Bobby G, or is he off grid? No, he's so he's. Who knows? He might be in Russia right now. <laughs> he's in a bunker. He's with, he's with Edward Snowden. <laughs> Dude, he's, he's, yeah, like the only way you'll, you'll catch him on uh, Joe Rogan's podcast with Snowden next. <laughs> right, right, right. Okay, so Bobby G, how does he come into your life? Bobby G comes into my life by accident because my partner at Field Trip that we that I failed to mention yep this far in this podcast, which is so crazy. I mean, he's amazing. My partner, James Canton, who was uh, a genius. Um, I'm talking to him about doing graphics for SSG Kobe, right? Mm. Okay. And we're going to do this. And Kobe lives in Louisiana and it's the pandemic. So it's hard to like schedule these shoots and stuff. So we're just doing like a, you know, a graphic for his cover art. And I'm thinking, I'm hitting this kid and he's like, yo, I got this kid that I can work with one time. Like, he was like crazy. Like you should just, you'd fuck with him. Like I'll put you on text with him. And, and I always sort of like spearhead more of the creative stuff. And so I'm like, no, don't worry. Like I got these kids. He's like, no, he's like, fuck it. I'll give you his number. A couple of days go by. I'm like, I cool. I'll just hit this kid. And me and this kid, like it goes from like, yo, can you make this graphic? Like what's good? Like what are your rates? Whatever. Until like him sending me a video of like him building something from scratch like by he's like i'm building this uh, 3d printer from things i found in my backyard like i don't know what he said like something crazy yeah, like, right right you know? something truly impossible <laughs> and and me and him just get to talking and you know whatever we're, we'll facetime we'll start working on graphics and I, i'm like this kid is i'm looking at more and more stuff and it's like inspiring me in terms of like maybe we start doing these sort of things for our artists like let's start building these 3d renders who knows when we might need this shit i don't right, know right, my, right. Mind, my mind is racing this man is taking tap, dirt and mud and he, he he's creating fucking bluetooth this guy is the neo to your morpheus yeah we have, we have so many crazy ideas about stuff that don't necessarily fit psych world um and so is puzzle in the sky like the catch-all for that it, for it's those just, it's just like a sort of like spastic like a way of us to like you it's like a little another avenue for us to like use our crazy right. ideas it's like fast right. twitch you know every all the neurons are firing let's just get bobby g on the case dude yeah, quick bobby, adaptation bobby g is nuts yeah shout <laughs> out bobby g can we get him on the yeah, podcast bobby g. would bobby g do the pod our pod i know we're not rogan but no no he would he would do the pod hell yeah oh dude we might need to might need to tap in all right, well, Zach, off, Mike. Zach, whether you're wearing Puzzle in the Sky, whether you're wearing Psych World, whether you're wearing uh, Marshalls, um, your your IG is currently all fit picks, right? You're right, a successful, so. as we say, you're a successful fit picksman. Um, um, by the way, well, welcome, brother. Welcome yeah, to the well, fraternity welcome to the of fit picksmen. We love, we're so happy to have you. We got Bia, you know, we got, we got Schlossman, Harris, Bia in the rafters. <laughs> you're um, retired. As, as you've developed this uh, aesthetic, of the grid of Maine. What are the do's and don'ts of fit picks that fit you always like? Yeah. What are the, what are the, you know, yeah. every check, every box that you check. Fit rule, picks. Number one, rule number one has to be an iPhone picture, right? Yeah. I, that's you listen, you're speaking my language. I'm never cheating with a DSLR. Then you look like a fucking, when you try hard, it's when you die hard. Well, what about your, the most recent guy? Well, that was part of a fucking project. <laughs> that was a completely right, so separate thing. That was press. flick up fool. Flick up with On a the Steve iPhone. jobs original. Yep. Yeah, flick up on the iPhone. Um, it's so funny because I forgot who the other day was like telling me like your pictures are always in such crazy environments or something like that. I don't know how they just <laughs> environment. So I, backgrounds, you that was you have good backgrounds. I guess right. I didn't think about that, but I look at my backgrounds. I'm all, like always. I, I try to. I never think about if I 
if I wasn't me or I didn't know me personally, how would I perceive me? Right. And, and how's that, how's that going well, to you? Well, welcome to that fucking club as well, dog. Oh, Self-awareness is lacking on this podcast. My advice, uh, don't do that. Otherwise, you'll just, you know, have to, yeah. you know, see a very expensive therapist. I'm like, yes. this guy's on a horse in the water. Like, who is this? <laughs> yeah, that rocks. But I think that well, there, there is, is, there there is, there is a, there is a significant like, element of humor in all your fit picks, I think, yeah, I like which, lean, which I appreciate. I like to lean into that. Yeah. Right. Lean into the, the, that, that, that like absurdity of it all. I like to lean into the absurdity of like the character that people think I am. Right. So you actually are extremely self-aware. It's actually the complete opposite. Well, I'm, I'm definitely very, I'm actually, I feel like I'm more self-aware now than I've ever been. Um, what is, so what is the absolute difference between like what people think Zach Bia, yeah. people think Zach Bia is, and then like who Zach Bia actually is like, what's the greatest kind of, uh, you know, absolute distance between right. the those who, two people well, is it, versus is it, the how. Isn't, isn't who you are a combination of who you think you are and who you, other people think you are? Damn, dude. I mean, can't that's bro. I didn't go to USC, Let's get a, you know? That's a well, question. Like, I mean, that that's a question I have. Everyone is always like, "Who is Zach Bia?" But never, "How is Zach Bia?" And this question of who is Zach Bia seems to be this dominant narrative that Lawrence and I like don't necessarily subscribe to. Like, we just want to chat to our fucking boy here. But does yeah. that bother you that people are always trying to like figure out who you are and what you do? It it doesn't bother me because, um going back to like sort of ignoring what people think. It's like, I really, the people that I do business with and the people that are my friends, like they sort of see like the intrinsic value of the things that I'm doing. And um, I'm in a really good position where, because it's so funny because like this, I guess like the stupid, I guess like fit picks is so funny because having cool fit picks and like growing whatever, like Instagram following, people grow when they do that right leads to like somehow like corporate buy-in that like you have cultural uh cachet cachet, you know which which leads back to like ties back into like oh these guys do know what they're doing culturally as far as field trip goes you know it's it's like all ties back in right like i'm not so worried about it um and especially i want the things to that i create and that i build to far exceed whatever who is the kid behind them. You know, I want these things. I hope every artist Be bigger than you. Like it's like field trip, but field trip is bigger than Zach Bia. He, he succeeded beyond his wildest imagination. Yeah. You're building a 1000 year legacy. Yeah. Every artist should be, you know, a million fold bigger than I could ever be. And if I can contribute to that, like that's where I like to fall in. You know, I want to do amazing things and create these long lasting, impactful things for sure. Zach, I want to ask you a super loaded million dollar question. Do you seek approval from anyone? And I would love to know who that is. I don't know if I do. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I think, I think sometimes when you like, here goes like the neck, like the bad, the bad part of Instagram is right. It's like people will post a picture, right? And if it doesn't do well, mm. they're like, Oh fuck. Right. Delito. Yeah. But it's like, Delito cause, but it's like, it didn't do well maybe because you didn't give the people exactly what they wanted. Mm. And it's tough to sometimes, like, I don't really post that often. And um, also, what the fuck do the people, and sometimes the people don't know shit. For they sure. don't know what they want, right? You got to tell the people what they want. Yeah. I mean, that part, part of that is like, you know, thinking about, I don't ever think like, oh, is this the next thing? I'm just like sort of living my life. And if like we're ahead of the curve, then great, you know? Yeah. 
but flying um, expectations, it, that's collateral damage that's going to happen. And sometimes it works out for the better and sometimes it doesn't. But I think what you're saying is like, you don't think about that. You just do what feels natural. And that's the fucking. I have a way that I like to take pictures and I think it's fun. <laughs> Oh, we're still talking about specifically FitPix. I thought we were going fucking. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Exactly. But here's the thing: uh, FitPix are are a metaphor for life, and that is why we are the only podcast that matters. Zach, um, the important as, shit. As you as you walk this increasingly thinner and thinner line between like who you actually are, as Zach B, and then the Zach B that people think is Zach B. Do you ever? Is there someone in your life that fucking checks you and humbles you if you're veering too far towards the Fugazi shit? Is your, real, your, your real friends do. Um, They're just like, yo, what the fuck are you doing, bro? Like, yeah, you look like you're bugging ass, me. You look like a clown here. So you're bugging. I'm like, you're fucking bugging. But <laughs> you're bugging. I, don't, I don't really have that too many of those moments, thankfully. Good. Uh, you don't miss. Well, look, it, it's like one. Am I? Is my goal to like let everyone know what I'm doing? I pr- probably not. Right. Touche. Um, but also, is there like? Besides this podcast, which is like the unanimous source for information in the world, yep. upon source of information, it's like there's not one place. It's like sometimes I'll do like, I'll do like that Forbes article, right? Yeah, it was such a such a cool moment for me. And then I'm like, wait, people are still asking me what I do. Like, did they not? Did, did every single right. world not read that? You know what I mean? Sure. Or the GQ or the GQ piece, right? Which was fantastic. Oh, that was a fun. That was a really fun one. I mean, Sam's incredible. Shout out Sam Hine, that fucking wayfish twink. That love that man. No, he's Little a nymph. He's a genius. I'm excited for him, like what his career does. Sure. You know, like all these I'm excited kids. for that mullet. You kidding me? Yeah. Shitting me? Yo, and oh, come on. This is best. Talk about a haircut fucking woo. God hair damn. God. Hair God, dude. Yeah. What Looking like the, the third long lost Gallagher brother. God damn. Zach, I want to ask you um, from where you're sitting, what are some brands beside? Because we know what, what you fuck with, right? You're obviously, you know, uh, checks over stripes, big Louie guy. Um, big comfort guy. Support like, the home. You support the homies, right? Yeah. You wear your friends. Support, support, support the Psych homies. world puzzle in the sky. What are some other brands that we that we all need to keep our eye on as they start to bubble up in 2021? Yeah, put some of those ho- said homies on. Who's next? Who's next up? Hmm. There's so many. I mean, there's so many different pop. Like this goes back to like that hyper aware conversation, right? I think like the best thing. Like one of my best, uh, if I could be self, uh, if I could toot my own horn. Sure. Go off. Okay. Do. My, my best sort of like attribute is being like ultra aware of like all these different pockets. Right. Mm-hmm. And like what I liked, what I like and my friends and everything like I, you know, some people are, will only be friends with people that like a certain type of thing. Like I think the, my, the best that's ever happened to me is that I'm so lucky to know like so many people in every different realm. And there's just so many different pockets. I mean, fuck. Um, yeah, we asked you a huge question here. I'm thinking about up and coming brands. Really We've just t- done something that's like really fucking made your, made your pickle tickle. Like in the yeah. last, I don't or know, something like, that we were like, yo, I got to buy this. If I'm not going to yeah. get it for free, like a half, this, yo, this is it. An Instacop, a must cop, a Robocop. I'm a need that. I like, let's say brand. I mean, they're already big. Like I love Sakai. Right. Sure. Um, just like such crazy, intricate pieces. Um, I would say Sakai is probably underrated. I mean, maybe not so now because of the Nike collabs, but as far as like the apparel is con- like is concerned, I, I, I can see them having a much bigger year for sure. I mean, it, it, the problem is the, the with any brand, it's like, you know, you look a lot of the kids that are buying like a lot of the logo centric stuff. It's like, if you look at it, you look on a, at a rack of clothes. I'm talking about like general population, right? 
Mm-hmm. These are the kids that we like to call the sugar, sugar fish and Maxfield kids. <laughs> I like that, dude. Okay, go on. It's a joke, but you know, it's like, and um, like you're given the opportunity to buy like this like incredible garment. Sure. Or like something that's logo centric that's going to show that like you bought that piece, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, hey, you know, you know how much this cost, right? Because you see all, the logo. And that's, yeah. you know, sort of the, the problem, but I guess to each, to each their own. Um, yeah. So but you're not wrong. You're not wrong. The point, the point being, you know, it's like, even that was like a lot of this issue with like even Elix coming out the gate. Right. It's like, you know, there's so such, cr- it's like snakeskin leather. There's more than just a chess rig. It's like, let me, can I, should I buy this $2,000 snakeskin leather, like a uh, shark skin you know, dehydrated leather yeah. trench coat, or do I buy like the, you know, the logo, the team. logo, 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 yeah. Balenciaga. Do you see, so Lawrence and I, where we are Not for anti, me, that, that's the issue right. that people have, but like, you know, it's like, obviously, you know, Kiko is another genius, right? I've been heavy on my ASICs. I mean, we're doing a pair of field trip records, ASICs. Oh, is that, is that breaking news? That's breaking news. Breaking, breaking fucking news. And, you know, Kiko is amazing. I have a bunch of Kiko ASIC stuff here, but obviously he came on as like a creative director in Japan. Yeah. Um, but there's these people that are just so, so talented and they for sure get their credit. It's just, uh, you know, it's just different. But yeah, we're doing it. It's not, well, it's not mainstream, right? A lot like Balenciaga, you could argue, I mean, depending on where you live, maybe not mainstream that might be much but like in la and in the circles that you probably run in like yeah that's basically mainstream now sure like i don't own any like i don't have any moa loa pieces Mm -hmm. but like wow like she's amazing yeah she's fucking sick oh fucking you don't have the trucker i don't have the trucker i'm because i feel like you should have that trucker we need to get like i've had had, you know i mean the moa loa is so fucking sick Uh, anything that a lot of work goes into creating, you know, the the art behind the stuff. Like the photo shoots are amazing. Yeah. Snapping. Um, such, you know, such cohesive creative and really like just something new and refre- like so colorful. It's so sick. That's um, inspiring to you too, as like a guy with multiple brands, I'm sure. Yeah. I mean, there's just so many kids making crazy shit. That's so yeah. fucking nuts. Well, let's talk macro for a second. I mean, you mentioned that um, you yourself aren't necessarily drawn to like the logoed out shit, but more just like the construction and the full john the you know the garment um the craftsmanship the artisan that's where lawrence and i fault that my brother uses the word john for everything yes Um, yes it is it's (laughs) no not for everything we we use it to just talk about like clothes and shit yeah we're talking that's some garments yeah yeah we're not philly we we just appropriate it we culturally appropriate philly but we don't use it for everything philly is a great city by the way fuck i haven't been in a while Absolutely. But shout just out, like macro fucking... macro trend wise, Zach, like what do you see um, maybe taking over in 2021? Is it a move away from logos? I mean, you've been pushing these like brimmed beanies, like your fucking, you know, Mark Echo or, or not, like the 2002 f- Nas. The fifth member of Fallout Boy. Uh, oh, really? ga- gas station sunglasses are your wave, like fucking the iHeart New York tourist merch. Like, is it these like cheap? I'm a first. Oh, here sure. we go. Yeah. Wow. This guy guy fucking this guy fucks any on monster energy. That's what he does. This guy just yelled at the hostess at Sugarfish. Never, never, never. Rule number one: never be disrespectful to anyone. That right. I mean, that's some shit that we've been seeing on you personally, but just like from where you're sitting, you know, finger on the pulse shit. Like, what are some trends that you think might take over this year? Yeah, undercuts too. We talked about that up top. What's next? The undercut is 
this is sick. I should, I was going to, I'm going to go a little more aggressive with the undercut next time. Like go more like, aggressive. Like, yeah. Even more aggressive. <laughs> right, as soon as my hair grows. We're going to need a bigger bowl. Um, yeah, definitely. Like, <laughs> big soup bowl. Head. Yeah. Um, soup bowl, head ass. Okay. So undercuts, brimmed beanies, gas station, sunglasses, tourist merch. What else? Taurus merch. Fuck. That was a Supreme beanie, man. Put some respect on it. <laughs> Damn. Yo, shout out James Jebbia. We know you listen to yeah, the pod. Maison, Maison Jebbia. Um, <laughs> trends. Well, it's like, it goes back to the thing when it's like, when there's so many collabs, it's like how much better is like the inline sneaker, right? A hundred. Right. Well, this is what Kate, this is what Kiko's going to do at ASICS, bro. Just working, yeah. going to work on fire GR shit. Like he doesn't need his name on the box. And that to yeah. me is crazy, exciting and disruptive in the sneaker space. I mean, it's so, it's so, it's so sick. I mean, he has that, that like, uh, just like that little pull tag represents it. Like he worked on the shoe there you go. Just or anything just right there. Well, it's, I, I spent a lot of my free time. Like I, I never was a person that ever consumed stuff like on YouTube. I'd go watch like music videos and like skate videos mm. and basketball highlights. But, um, recently I spent so much time, like my, my downtime, like when I get home, I'll be like on the couch. Right. And, um, I, I think for any, I saw something so stupid as like, being an entrepreneur means working 60 hours a week so that you don't have to work 40 hours a week. Boom. Whatever like stupid shit it is, but it's like, was that, that Gary Vaynerchuk? Yeah, like, was that Gary V or is that fucking, do you hear that on clubhouse? Where do you hear that? <laughs> the point, point, point being though, is like none of my work, it never stops. Like I'm always trying to, it always, there's no, Oh, it's Sunday. Let's not do this. It's like every day feeds into the next every day is a, uh, so you're never not working, but you're never like everything's it's working, all one. Work. My, my, my life isn't not work or work. It's just like, it's just how I do things. And I've been spending a lot of time on YouTube recently because I've been looking at a lot of like, what did I watch the other day? Like Leo Cohen blueprint or something. Okay. And he talks about how like every label at the time was like, you know, big, big mouth, like was about the label. It's about, it's about right. the throw, but those are, I mean, those are iconic movements. Right. But he's like, the thing with, with them is like, it's in the whispers, like, Oh shit, that record's hot. Did you know that? Did you know that Def Jam put that out or whatever? And I think like the, the, sometimes the, the, the beauty is in the subtlety. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and that goes back to like that Kiko conversation. It goes back to, I think, you know, obviously we saw Brown take off last year. Right. Mm-hmm. Sure. Uh, it's going to go back to, I think people are going to start wearing a lot more of it. Like, I want people to be rocking more navy, more forest green. Ooh, little. So this is a nice little Pantone prediction: navy, forest navy, green, navy, forest green. We gotta get you. We gotta get you a pair of the podcast loafers, my guy. Yeah, guy. we make a lot of green merchandise. We're gonna put you. We're gonna put you on float team because we got I basketball you, shorts. We got fucking forest green basketball shorts. We you got really fucking, represent the the throwing fits, the live moss mentality. Yeah, and we just want to. We just want. We just want to make it. You know, we just want to get you out there. Whether or not you put it on stories, I mean, we'd appreciate it. But we'll go for. We'll figure it out. Is that because Zach? You'd mention you'd mention on a, a podcast that does not matter because by <laughs> by uh, logic Definition. as the only podcast that matters, ergo every other podcast does not matter. Ergo, that did is mention deductive, that um, is deductive reasoning. Yeah, yeah exactly. You, you do love being alone, and in your alone time, yes, like you're a sponge and you're constantly absorbing information and like learning and developing that fucking brain muscle. What else do you like to do when when you maybe do have a few seconds to like turn that off, or is it constantly just learning more, yeah. seeing more? I'm so I recently have been thinking about like the value of being alone, right? I'm so rarely alone. Yep. I always have people around me. I'm always out and about. I think when you it's even when you get into 
who knows like when at one point that'll stop like at one point you'll just be like it's been too much for so long mm-hmm. but like you know even i'm so used to being out so much that even if i'm like visiting a place or something let's we're talking like non-corona right mm-hmm. yeah yeah, yeah. Um, even if i'm visiting a place it's like i'm still going to be out probably most of the nights that i'm there just because right. that's just how i'm i've been wired right right um but i'm constantly seeking information i'm never doing only one thing like even yesterday i was getting a tattoo and it was like i was on a zoom call with warner records mm. while i was getting my tattoo that hung up i got a call from kobe who's talking about his this song he doesn't want to put out and this one that he does and getting it mixed or whatever and then i hang that up my friends ask me where you want to go for dinner i'm, I'm never like the guy's tattooing me he's like dude that's fucking ex- i'm exhausted right staring at your phone i've turned down like three four facetimes and this isn't like me being like oh i'm the coolest guy in the world everyone talks to me i'm just saying that my phone is constantly buzzing right has your phone ever died my phone has died and i feel you like freak I, out yeah what was that like like phantom limb status like you can feel like a pebble drop right you can hear a pebble drop like, <laughs> fuck um, yeah, what it feels like to chew five gum yeah i get I, it i probably should like i probably should do something simple like that like not like find a I, zen like do you have like do you, you don't play video games uh you don't podcast with your best friend like where do you find your zen dude is it in fucking taking calls and all the time the the, the piece is in the chaos right Right. Okay. Wow. That's a fucking bar. Bars. And another like, right? Yeah. But it's because I guess we are creatures of habit. And my ha- my like habitualness is like the chaos. <laughs> You're an agent no- of chaos. I know nothing but the chaos. I know not like. You're the Joker. You're, <laughs> You're literally born the in the chaos. Yeah. Was, that, yeah born from, that's born Bane. Chaos. That's yeah, Bane. But, you know, not the Joker. But, so right. some respect on the joke. But he was born in the chaos. We were yeah. just fucking raising it. Yeah, Zach. Thought, yeah. No, go ahead. No, I, I guess I find like joy and stuff like in little discoveries of things. Like I'll be like in a in between. I'll be on like a Instagram wormhole of like because I, I guess I was at my friend's house the other day, right? And he's someone who's a couple of years older than me, and he like brought someone up. And my first thought was to go on Instagram and look them up. Mm. And and he's like, "That's so interesting. Like, is that your go-to move?" And I versus, realized, versus what, like Googling it or I guess, I guess versus Googling it, mailing them a letter, <laughs> yeah, but, no, getting out like, an encyclopedia Britannica. But it, but it is, I mean, Instagram is so insightful in some, in some ways, right? Right. Um, it's how you realize like what, maybe what mutual friends you have or what, or how you yeah. learn Zach Bia knows how to ride a horse oh, on the yeah. beach. Barely, man. Fuck. That was crazy. If the world uh, made well, sense, men would ride side saddle. So that, so that older friend thought that was strange that you did that. And then you kind of like, were like, damn, I agree. And then last, like I was, you know, outdoor dining is reopened in LA. Right. And, um, this girl who's a friend of a friend comes out to, uh, to dinner with us. And like, we bring up a friend and she looked them up on TikTok. Hmm. And I'm like, is this what's happening now? Damn. Like, Am I she that? younger than you? Is that friend of a friend? Yeah, she's, young, like, like a, she's like 19. Um, she's a full Zoomer. So there you go. Yeah. I mean, it's just, you know, I don't know. I don't even know where we were going with all that, but. Uh, well, I'm glad so that cool. you joined us. Good I'm story. glad that you recently joined us on a, in, on TikTok, my friend, because that world is. Whew, yeah. I don't know how much I'm really going to dabble. Right. And then, well, Jim is the oldest. He's 34. He's the oldest man on TikTok. So yes, no, there's there's a ro- there's a robust over 30s. Uh, oh, and the TikTok. and the woman who does the Playboy Cardi uh, videos who fucking rocks. She's like 60. So yeah, I have you a, and her, James. <laughs> I have this hilarious rapport with one of the, the this woman who works at TikTok. She used to work at Instagram, and um, 
she was like she would always like help like when we like started like field trip like the account was like field trip one and then she mm-hmm. had like at field trip and stuff right right you gotta you gotta plug you gotta you always got a guy you gotta plug or a woman you gotta or who, however they identify you got plugs everywhere um let's luckily, be real luckily enough we've cultivated uh blessed hashtag blessed hashtag blessed wait so is she trying to get you heavy on tiktok yeah she was like pushing it and i had a really interesting zoom call with her she's like let me run you through like how this thing actually works and that's, that's, that's vip treatment dog well well it's like especially you know a lot of there's a lot of con- sort of controversy in terms of what it does for music right um mm. one it doesn't help artists blow up necessarily but it does help songs blow up. Right. Um, Corvette, Corvette. Is it like, but is, is that like, is that destroying artistry or is that empowering maybe a song that never would have had a chance? I don't know. There's so many different debates about what's going on. Mm-hmm. Cause I mean, it's, it is so purely viral and it is a testament to sort of like the methods of consumption nowadays, which is with, like, with, with uh, the fact that field trip records is like new artists. Are you encouraging them to employ like a TikTok strategy? Yeah. Where I'm do you not, stand? I'm not necessarily um, telling them to go on it. I want them to be themselves, but I am, however, like having backend conversations with like people who sort of outsource stuff to TikTok and building, you know, the virality, it has to feel organic. I'm trying to just learn how to, I have a lot of the stuff down in terms of like the more corporate side of distribution. Uh, we have really good relationships with people at the different streaming platforms. And I think as we start to tell them about, you know, um, the stuff that we're building with our artists, they're really keen on like helping out, build it out, which is, which is amazing. And then it's like, there's this whole other side, which is like, you know, what, what, like, you know how there's like retail and resale. It's like, there's like Mm -hmm. the whole, there's a whole underground of like music business, which is like people that do like user generated playlisting for songs and people that do these networks of like Instagram repost pages and stuff. And it's like, what is real? What's not sort of learning Mm -hmm. to navigate what's, what's effective, what's not. And there's definitely kids that make a killing on like outsourcing music to TikTok creators to then try and create something. So it's just like learning to navigate that whole, realm of things does that feel daunting or exciting exhilarating even it's like it's 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 definitely exciting um it's it's exciting anything new is, is that truly surprising to you though that stuff is quote-unquote like artificially pumped and does it even matter like is there anything does the artificiality of that even like exist or is that just how things are now there's always been different versions of that right it's just now like, it's like paying DJs paid, to play records. Payola, payola. Yeah. Paid, paid, paid radio, paid yep. billboard, whatever it is. It's just now it's just been digitized, right? Right. I think um, it's safe to say, uh, you know, if you see a meme with a song behind it, paid for. I mean, it's some, some of these guys are really fucking good at what they do. And the cool thing about TikTok that I, that I commend it for is like this really clever algorithm that, that like, Give sort of everyone an equal playing field to go. Yeah, yeah, sure. Super democratic. Absolutely. It's extremely democratic. Lawrence is still uh, fucking bearish on TikTok. I think it's just fucking the best. I mean, you you can have a teach his own. But even even like if a video goes viral on your account, that doesn't mean that you're going to grow. Right, right. Sure. Substantial amount of followers, which is, which is a testament back to the whole thing we're saying. It's like people want to consume that one moment. Mm, People want to consume that one hook. 
Yeah. Versus IG where it's like, I want to consume your lifestyle and versus Twitter. I want to consume your mind and your takes where it's like a follow instantly. Yeah, I get it. Well, it's almost like, uh, you know, DaBaby can go viral on TikTok, but guess what? DaBaby has a crazy body of work out there. So like he, he is, you know, treating it like a marathon, not a sprint. Like too many artists like, yo, I just want to go viral on TikTok. Well, guess what? Like that's not going to translate into what's next a long-term career. If you don't consistently put out heat. Yeah. I think, I think that if, um, it definitely comes down to records, you know, right. putting out good records is all the music is always the tunes is first and foremost. We're talking about the music business. So how could anything else, but the music be more important? Right. Bangers exactly. only slappers only, you know, the fucking um, vibes, you know, straight slaps. Yeah. Um, this is a, this is, this is a, a pretty business, business centric podcast um, at its core. I mean, what brings us to our second topic. We're done talking about Jimmy and Larry for a second oh, yeah. here. Uh, let's, let's move second on to the second part. topic of this podcka-ch, which is of course, money. Ka-ching. Um, Zach, I think that you are a, you know, people, a lot of young people and old people aspire to kind of do what you do and have like, you know, multiple revenue streams, like your life is your business and vice versa. I think it is important, totally up to you. uh, If you want to tell the people how much money you make in the, in the interest of salary transparency. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Do you have a number where you know how much money money you would would like like to make? make? Okay. (laughs) What do you uh, like to spend your money on? Yeah. Besides sneakers. Well, the sneakers that you have to buy because you're getting so, seasonal. So look, my, 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 a lot of the reason I don't talk about like family life and things like that is because, you know, it's, it's their personal business. Why would me talking about something like help bring me up, you know, especially if mm-hmm. it's like a human struggle or something like that. Right. So, I mean, definitely like, I'm definitely the person who's, you know, supported my family in more recent times. Mm-hmm. Um, the last couple of years, which isn't a knock on anything. Like my mom's a mate, like, like I almost regret even bringing this up, but the point, the point being, what do I spend my money on? It's like, what, have, what have I, you would, so because I had access to all the venues, right. And I love DJing and I would go even in my free time, like go try out a mix or something. I would go to the, the club when no one was there during the daytime, but everything's closed now. So what have I bought? Funny enough, I just bought my first pair of CDJs. Nice. Oh, yeah. uh, which is like, which is like so fucking obvious investing in yourself yeah yeah for real dude oh it's so like it's crazy to think it took this long it's long because i I mean i always had access to them but i never had my my own set and also i'm like a kid in the candy store like i'm sitting at home like watching boiler room episodes my my cdjs are set up on my coffee table (laughs) in front of my couch which is like the least convenient place for any like (laughs) right it's like the most set because it's the most important thing now that you own dude it's like i have a big tv and then cdjs right across from them. And I'm just like sitting at home, like watching like these crazy boiler rooms and like just sitting, you know, whatever you're in the lab, dude, you're in the lab watching tape and you're doing R and D that's R and D. I mean, I just bought my brother, my brother is amazing up and coming. He's in USC film school. He's an amazing up and coming video director and uh, creating like this media company. He's doing such cool shit. Um, I just bought him a new computer. I just bought him a camera. Big brother. The are you at the stage year. where are you at the stage where you're like investing? In like uh, companies, not just like stocks or real estate or whatever or crypto. I'm, I'm, crypto. I'm lucky that I get a, a lot of stuff gets brought to me to like whether it's like you know advisor shares and things like that. And I've actually strayed away from most of it. Why Only is that? Because, anyone would be like, take the free equity, bro, or whatever. Right, right. the sweat equity like, or whatever. Yeah, but it's like I obviously want to only get involved in things that one align with what I like my values, and also two that I can actually properly bring value to them. I don't want to right. 
scheme. Two way street. Two way street. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want them to. I don't want them. To, I don't want them to not be able to give them the type of commitment that, commitment that they need, and then take a piece of their company. Yeah. And also, it's like what I've got integrity, dog. That's what it's about. That's rare. That's, and integrity is obviously the probably by the way one of the most important things in business. Period. The Absolutely. long run will always pay off. But I mean, it goes back to like that conversation of being self aware. I realize more now than ever how spreading yourself thin. Because in my in my mind, I'm like, why can't I do all these different things? And I'm and I'm lucky. I'm doing them right. I'm, I work hard. And I'm do, doing a bunch of different things in different industries. But at what cost is one thing taking away from the other? Yeah. Yeah, it's, that's opportunity cost, right? That's what it is. That's have you hit, have you have Simple. you faced that yet, though? Like, or are you still are you still operating at full bandwidth to every endeavor that you're involved with? I think we've definitely done a good job of streamlining streamlining like the clothing operation, and then mm. the music is my number one passion, like always has been, and and you know, music and fashion are inseparable. So it's like those tie, those tie in, but mute like. I think fashion is reactive to music and not the other way around. Mm. Um, but regardless, my point being, it's like, why would I get involved in something that's taking away from something that I'm building myself? Right. You know, it's For like, sure. I, so I mean, Lawrence quit our jobs to do this. Yeah. Fucking focus bullshit. On, you want to you focus on the mothership. I get it. Field yeah. trip. Field trip is like, I mean, I have, we have artists that, that, depend on us that believe we have literally other human lives that are like sure. what percentage of your time is devoted to field trip yeah these days all my days are devoted to everything that i'm doing okay i don't, I don't yeah, have very a, very diplomatic answer i don't have like a specific like hourly thing it's like i'm just constantly every right. day different calls for different artists different things you know well, we so, talked about, I mean, Zach, that brings us to our third and final topic of the podcast, uh, meats and cheeks. I mean, just for someone that's, yeah, sucking and fucking for someone that's like, so wrapped up in, in, you know, it doesn't stop, right. There's no downtime. Like how hard is it to maintain a relationship in your line of work? I could, ex- I could imagine that it's probably pretty impossible to date me. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, you're undateable. <laughs> I'm undateable be- only because the kryptonite <laughs> I'm so non, so nonstop. And part of, I mean, the, the most beautiful thing of a relationship, right, is like the, the true, genuine, like human connection, someone that cares about you above all, someone that, you know, that feels a true like, partner, a true partner feels like, you know, it's a piece of home in a human being. Right. Yeah. But, no, but the no, main, no. the main point here is that ladies, Zach is fairly unattainable, but your parents would absolutely love him. Oh, God willing, man. I mean, fuck. I mean, I, I've been, I've had, uh, you know, amazing people come in and out of my life, life over the course of the years. Um, I just maybe you're focused on other shit right now. It just is what it is. Focus on number one. Yeah. Speaking of number one, uno. Zach, you're clearly an arbiter of taste. You know what the fuck going on in all aspects of culture, uh, which is why we want to know what you're fucking with and what you're not fucking with in a segment called "Fuck Would Not Fuck With." It's a working title. Still working on the title. Um, we want to know. What music are you currently fucking with? We talked about the field trip records, homies. What else is out there that you're currently banging in your ear holes? Okay, well, let's talk about Pusha. I see the biggest artist in the world. Yes. Um, fuck, I mean... That guard up track. Since, since, I mean, one. Brent, Brent Fias. Oh, yeah. Um, someone, was saying, someone was saying that he is uh, on our Discord was saying, after the Reesel Fair episode was saying that Brent Fias gets fits off and that yeah, he's mad underrated, right? Pod. Like Reese, kind of in that. And he in that just regard. has like crazy style. Yeah, and well, bangers too. 
He's he has he makes incredible music. Yes, um, he's which taken, is where it starts always. He's taken the the long. I mean, he's independent, right? Can't uh, fits. So he's you know he's cultivated like over the last because even he was part of Sonder before that. Like he's you know he's made amazing music for a long time, and finally is now getting like his his due. Yeah, respect. Yeah, um, recognized. Flowers. I think, Who I mean, else? I think the R and B space is really interesting. I mean. I'm trying to think. I'm looking through my playlist. Um, obviously, I'm constantly searching for new artists, so a lot of my day is dedicated to that. How can how do you, an artist? What's, what's yeah. the process there? How how are you? Uh, what's the Zach be a discovery process? Or how does an artist pitch you as well for any artists listening who want to kind of get themselves on your radar? Artist discovery process goes back to like the fact that it it's it's actually never sort of ignoring anything. It could be like stumbling in a wormhole. Like I'll be sometimes I'll look for videographers, right? Like what are, who are cool creative kids to sort of bring into the, 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 our little universe. And I'm, I'll end up on one page that leads me to the next page that leads me to a video that they shot for this one artist that leads me to his friend. And I'm like, you know, I'm like 20 Instagram pages deep now. I'm finding this kid in South Carolina who's just like so melodic. I'm like, he's epic and I'll just DM him and we'll get to talking. He'll send me music, whatever. Or like my little brother who's like, you know, when you're like, 18, 19, 20, and you're like in the starting to get your feet wet in the creative fields. Like that's when you're so, Oh, you consume, consume, consume. You can't stop. Consume, consume. And you're so like tapped into the underground. Your tastes haven't like solidified yet. Right. It's a complete, is that, that the benefit of being uh, amorphous in that way where you're like all over the place all the time, a bendy little newborn baby, you're horny. You're just young, dumb and full of cum consuming all the bangers and slappers. That's an offer. Sends me so much shit. Is Lil Bia the source? Is he truly the guy that we should have had on the podcast? What's your brother's name? Shout out your brother. What's his name? Elon Bia. Shout out Elon Elon Bia, the future. No, he he is without a doubt the person you should have had instead of me. (laughs) Well, that's, I mean, who has more followers on Instagram? That's who we want. So they can promote it and get us more. I'm here. I'm here speaking on behalf of him. You're his, yeah. You're his emissary. You're Elon Bia's emissary. Thank you. It, are there um, are there any other artists that uh, you have really been into of late? Pusha T, Brent Fiaz. Well, Pusha, um, I, I was with. Um, so here's the thing, right? Every this was my, my favorite. The way I work, my brain works. I can't separate context from what's going on. Like even if it's something that I don't necessarily like. I respect it for it reaching like its level of success in its own realm. Right. You're not a hater. You're not a hater. I'm not, I'm not a hater by, by any means. I mean, yes, I do think that like, you know, us and our niche have like really good taste level. Of course, the best taste level. Arguably. And I, I, I genuinely believe that. Right. And I also am a big believer in the fact that things that like this things bubble within this sort of group of people, which then trickles down. You know, like yeah. a lot, of, a lot of stuff, even like stylistically, music, this whatever. Trickle, trickle down dripponomics. It, it's trickle down dripponomics. I couldn't have said it better myself. But you know, and I've seen that firsthand with like songs or things or whatever. And but that doesn't mean that something that's bubbling in a world like I, I have to respect it. And it's such a cha- ever changing landscape. Um, but regardless, for example, separate conversation. I was had I had dinner with this kid who's a producer. Did a bunch of records in the on the Kobe EP. And he's like, uh, you know, that artist, the kid Leroy, mm-hmm. he's like the kid Leroy's like go-to man. Okay. Kid Leroy comes around and he's, by the way, kid Leroy is so such a good dude. He, he DM me like two years ago when he was 12. <laughs> no, and he DM me said, I'm about to blow up soon. You should follow me. Damn. Did you? And I hit him and I Did hit you dub him, him. I hit him back. Like, like, 
okay, like go, cause I guess we had mutual. <laughs> okay, go crazy. You're like, yeah, yeah, you, you got it, bro. You got it. <laughs> I was like, okay, like go crazy. And then like six months later, I hit him. Like you're doing what you said you were doing. Like keep going. You, you went crazy. <laughs> Get crazier. Like, you're going crazy. Yeah. Like we would have to put you in an asylum soon. Sure, um, sure, sure. But no, but he, like he, I had dinner with him last night and like, that's a whole new generation of artists. Like there's this pool of kids that are like 17, 18, but he like, who knows? Like he could be the next post Malone or something. Right. Like that. Yes. I, I don't, I don't know. My, like my point, my point is like, Oh damn. Remember when white Ivers Iverson dropped on SoundCloud too. And you're like, you could never even think that he would be like the spokesperson for Bud Light. Right. Dropped on, on spot on, on uh, SoundCloud. That song like blew up overnight on SoundCloud. And then the next week we had him perform at Bootsy. Oh, wow. That's right? crazy. So you had the vision too. Dude. Oh my, like post, you know, post is my brother. Fuck. I love that guy. And it's so funny because you know, he, did, he doesn't use Instagram. He very rarely uses it, but you know, we'll DM like funny little things or whatever. What's he on TikTok? Yeah. Where does he spend most of his time? Gaming, playing Minecraft. Yeah. yeah Call of Duty. Um, making music and shooting guns. <laughs> okay. All right. Drinking blood cool. light. Yeah. He's amazing. He's one of the most soulful people, and someone. He's someone that really has seen. You know, you go from being this, from having big dreams to like everyone sort of wanting a piece of you at all times. It's like right. you know, it's like what's that movie where the guy's just walking dead straight, and everyone's like wants a piece of him, is pulling him, whatever. And like that was kind of his life for a while, and it's that, that's just like the the bad side of what comes with all the great things he accomplished. Yeah, but, you know, it's like you want it all, and then you sort of get it all, and you're like, fuck, like. How do I, how do millions of people know me, but I still feel. Have you ever, what's your downside right now where you're at? Have you ever experienced an aspect of that where it's like, I wish I wasn't as like well-known so I could just like do my thing in peace. Besides dating being impossible, as you just mentioned. Um, what are, sorry, repeat the question. Just like the way that post Malone, uh, you know, had to retreat to his fucking compound in Utah or whatever, because everyone wants a piece of him. Have you ever felt that, um, at any point, you know, in your come up in your glow up where you're like, yo, I'm only one person. Like, you know, I'm trying to build something yeah. bigger here. I don't want, and you feel like you're getting, you know, pulled and pushed in a million different directions. Yeah. What are those downsides for someone at I your have, level? I have felt that one of the best things that I had going for myself that I sort of claimed for myself was like the access. Right. And it's like, and even that goes simple being like 19, 20 years old and being able to like go anywhere you want, like in LA or whatever, like having, it's so funny because a lot of things revolve around the nighttime, right? You work mm-hmm. and then you want to be this person so that you can go to the places you want to go to, whatever. And I had this access to restaurants, things like that. And it's like, you sort of, I, I'm always the type that overextends myself for people in such a like deep, like genuine way for people that probably wouldn't do the same back. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I never, I never asked for favors. I like, I think that's like another one of my you know pillars of business. Right. Hmm. But, um, We'll give you two hours of our time anytime you want. Yeah. But it's like... What do you say, Kevin? But speaking of which, you have eight minutes left. Oh, well. Um, point, be, point being, like, I would go out of my way so much and give people a lot of my access. You know, it wasn't their access. This is like a lot of... This is my access. This is my creation, my thing. For people that are just like, there's no hello. There's no thank you. And sometimes you just feel like you're a fucking, like I'm a, I'm a, what's a website where you can like book, like open table, like am I open table? Right. And people like that are so entitled that like shouldn't even be at this fucking party anyways. Yeah. Or like, um, 
25 people, 10 minutes, like, thanks. Or not even thanks. Like 20, 25 people in 10 minutes. I'm like 25 people in 10 minutes. Where, where, where are you going? How do you even know where I am? And the point is obviously they know where they know where I'm at. They know where, like where the party they want to go to is, but it's, there's such like an entitlement that it's, you know, it's, it just shows that a lot of these relationships are disingenuine or people are, you know, sort of not grateful for things you do for them. That's why I always go out of my way to make sure people know how grateful I am. For, it's like, that's like what, that's sort of like empty, right? It's like, when yeah. it's like that one way exchange where like you're providing a service for people. And I'm not saying that they have to be so grateful to get a reservation somewhere, but I'm saying I used to spend all my nights, like 18 years old running around. Everyone around me is having the best time of their lives mm-hmm. and everything's set up. And people are just like, they don't realize because they don't realize that they're one of a hundred people asking for something, but it's like, sure. One girl's like, can I get a, can I right. have a drink? And I'm like, first of all, I'm, I'm not a waiter, but not that there's anything wrong with this, but I'm saying like, you're one of 20 people asking me the I'm same doing, question. I'm being, I'm being a waiter and a doorman and a right. PJ booker and this and that all in the same night. It's respect, man. You got to give it to get it, man. You know, it's oh, like some I'll of these people it, don't get that. All fucking night. It's like, go get my friends, do this, do this, do that. And this is when I was like 18, 19 and first starting off. And it's like, I'm like, damn, you know, never stops. People aren't grateful. People aren't this. And right. Like, that was never like, stop, so never stopping. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. That was like sort of like, those empty. Moments, that was a right? bummer. Like you're, that was a bummer to find out. It's just a bum. Yeah. It's just a bummer when I'm so, I'm a sober, I'm, I'm running around for three hours. I, I wish I could count my fucking steps. I'm walking 10 miles within a club <laughs> one, in one night. Right. This 10 miles in the club. I'm still in college at the time. So I'm like, yeah. you know, I have school. Have you, ever test 10, tomorrow? have you ever walked 10 miles in another man's shoes just in the club exclusively? No, dude. Fuck for real. Zach, uh, you know, we want to offer you up some constructive criticism before we get out of here. We're such big um, fans, dude. So we yeah, want to help you a bit. We're such big fans. We want to see you level up. Obviously, you're on the come up, but, um, you know, take it or leave it from us. First up from me, uh, Lawrence and I, we're no virgins to throwing parties. We threw this legendary party for two years called Jonah Hill Day. Uh, the big homie came through on day two, got huge press, got talked about on Jimmy Kimmel, not Fallon. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, yo, when pandemic's over, how do we revive Jonah Hill Day and how do we improve upon it? Yeah. We want you to come in and maybe creative direct it for us. Yeah. Will you promote it? Will you do that for us for free? Yeah. We got no maybe money. Drink tickets. You. Please. You know, three drink tickets. And I'm in here. <laughs> sure. Uh, yeah. Done. And you're in there like I swimwear. Think, I think, I think like skincare baby, but I think, uh, <laughs> I think, I think that, um, once everything opens up, people are going to be so fiending to do anything. Right. So and horny as shit. That's going to work to your advantage. Um, yeah. But wait, where did you guys throw it? At Kinfolk. Kinfolk. <laughs> the, the place where we are the Zach Bia of. Fuck, the place that's, that's shut down. That's legendary. Um, exactly. You know. Do All the, right. So uh, we'll, we'll be in touch okay. when we'll be in touch just, when yeah, shit opens up and when it's time we'll to. Uh, we'll, get, we'll, get, we'll get you a liquor sponsor. Mm-hmm. Right. I like that. We need that. We never had one. Pacifico turn us down. That turn us down. We'll get you a liquor sponsor, Sunny, Sunny Vodka. It's like, you know, we'll talk, we'll talk to you. I'll talk to you guys more about that. Let's another fucking time. go. Awesome. That's great. Um, okay. And finally, my piece of constructive criticism, Zach. Uh, no podcast right now has, at least that we know of, has been signed to a record label. And we would like to be trailblazers. You're a visionary. You've got the fucking big brain. You should sign throwing fits to field trip records. Where we go from there, who's to say? Yeah, I mean, we are definitely... We want to, we want to be, you know, trailblazers, as you said, for sure. We want to, you know, no one's ever done it. So let's, let's fucking, let's do it. Let's go crazy. All right, Zach. uh, Thank you for joining the only podcast that matters. Where Where can can the kids kids follow you you? as if they, as if they don't already? Yeah. 
Just Instagram. <laughs> at, at Zach, just at Zach Bia. There's no other social media. And then, exactly. and then what about a uh, plug? Anything you'd like to plug real quick? Oh yeah. My, my new, uh, my new TikTok. Don't no, definitely don't go on there. Um, <laughs> yeah. Block me on TikTok. <laughs> as a matter of fact, go ahead and hit the block button real quick. Um, no, no, no shameless plugs. No shameless. Really? Plugs. Uh, you gotta earn them. But field trip records is on Instagram. I'm sure you can easily find it from Zach's Instagram. Yeah. Listen to the SSG Kobe project that comes out in a couple of weeks. It's for sure going to be uh, generational. Let's fucking go. All right, Zach, all thank the, you for coming on to the only need. podcast oh, and, that matters. The heaven video. And the heaven video. The heaven video, yeah. Zach. It's so fucking crazy. Thank you, brother. Appreciate you. Chef, I'm going to need you to turn on that outro motherfucking music, baby. Salute. I'm off the better things. I'm only doing shit that's going to make me elevate. Only one people around that's going to make me better. It's so Money, can it shed My daddy got me down, but I promise you I won't let him. I won't say fuck that man, but this shit won't make me better. We might bust up before an oxy get that letter. Down to the pain. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah, fuck everybody. I can't trust nobody. I need me to party. Don't invite me to no party. Bitch, club in that. Mm-hmm. It's so mm-hmm. They ask how I get that. Ooh. I'm a hustler, baby. You must not know me, baby I'm off the better things I'm only doing shit that's gonna make me elevate Only one people around that's gonna Bitch, make me better in that mm-hmm. It's so mm-hmm. They ask how I get that Can't worry about nobody Gotta worry about my business Don't bring them niggas around me I don't know their intentions Don't wanna fall in love Cause these little niggas trippin' I'll stay out the way Gotta make sure I keep my distance